0: Welcome to Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one, each episode myself. And Revolving Co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not, however, what we're doing here today. Today... It's Thanksgiving and we wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving on a somewhat rare Thursday release here. This is our fourth annual Thanksgiving episode where we give you a little uh, a little episode for your holidays whether you're commuting around or you're staying home and cooking, you will uh, you'll have the voices of BPC to keep you company along your stovetop. And I have with me our Thanksgiving crew, two guys who have been here for all of the Thanksgiving episodes we've done so far. If you're a little unsure how we do this, this is one for the, the dealer. This is a dealer's choice one. I get to choose a Stephen King property to tackle, and we've picked quite a deep cut today. So let me start by introducing <laughs> who's with us here, coming back for their fourth Thanksgiving. We will start with Chris G. Chris, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm glad to be here, uh, cutting the turkey with you and That's talk, right. talking some Nazis. <laughs>
0: Nazis on Thanksgiving uh, in in sunny California. Who 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 would who would have guessed? Quite the combination. We started this podcast. (laughs) This is where we'd be. Thanksgiving 2023. Uh, What's your what's your favorite item on the on the um, the Thanksgiving table, Chris? Oh,
1: uh, I'm a big stuffing guy. Stuffing, Uh, big the stuffing, and oh, and mashed potatoes. Stuffing mashed potatoes, little gravy on both. Bang.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, good good choices there. Next is Joey R. Joey, welcome. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Always yes. love these. These are a blast.
0: They always are. If milk is unavailable at the Thanksgiving table, <laughs> what is your favorite item there, Joe?
2: I'm a, I'm a big fan of the leftover sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah. Ah, the next day. little turkey that sandwich. Turkey yeah. stuffing
2: cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. On the, it's, that's, that's what I look forward to.
0: That's great. That's great. For the new listener, Joey does not like milk. and we uh... Well, no, because <laughs>
2: that's what villains drink.
0: <laughs> As we will find out yes. in this particular episode. And uh, for a little uh, behind the curtains... Uh, when joey got here today we had three glasses of milk set up for him to sit down so our, our loyal listeners should get a kick out of that one so. i was i was planning it for days <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: very upsetting
0: yes yes and kieran drank it so yeah, it, i have he's to drinking wonder it. He's drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> amazing um yeah so i'm i'm a uh, i'm also a big mashed potato guy Yeah. i've gotten into sweet potatoes later in life so uh, there's yep. something i never touched as a kid Growing up, and I kind of dig that now. And, Love a good sweet potato. I found out uh, this year, just from you know, just general Thanksgiving conversation, some people don't do not like cranberry sauce.
2: That's unbelievable to me.
0: It makes yeah. no sense.
1: Uh, I can see that being polarizing. Really, I, I happen to like it. Yeah, but I can see how it's jiggly and
0: yeah, well, we, tart, uh, very tart. My family is homemade, so it's a little soupier. Uh, we have uh, both. Um, we have both too. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: i like it out of the can man. so do i yeah
2: everyone else is going for the homemade i'm just devouring the can with the ripples on it
1: i'll tell you what my wife makes and it's a huge hit in our family she makes a carrot souffle Mm. it's it's like a dessert it's sweet i mean it is quite delicious so that's she has to make that at every holiday now that's like a wow that's great
0: yeah love a good pumpkin pie too A a little whipped cream absolutely I'm, i like apple pie apple pie is great yeah.
2: too
1: yeah i'm all all pies all i'm pies. not a
2: pumpkin yeah. anything
1: no yeah yeah pumpkin pie is an exception for me is i don't it? like yeah. generally i'm I'm over the pumpkin thing
2: yeah mm. I, I go for the
0: apple pie kieran's when the pie. a big pumpkin guy he Loves <laughs> yes. the pumpkin yeah. beer He's and some else. pumpkins yeah i just like pumpkins themselves even if i'm not eating them i like looking smashing at them. pumpkins yeah. you into them i like the smashing pumpkins okay, too cool. yeah very all much right. so
1: yeah
2: Good. a pumpkin i had to fight away a bunny from eating a pumpkin in front of my house today
3: i just let him eat it you know
0: feet away it was more about just being right at my door and I needed to go, okay, so uh, it is Thanksgiving. We can you can tell we're already in the Thanksgiving spirit here today. And let me give you a little background on on our choice for today because there's probably a lot of people who are checking the feed and expecting gone with the wind or or from here to eternity. They're not or gladiator. Listeners. yeah, <laughs> maybe even Schindler's list, but they're Getting apt pupil today, and I think I remember that. Was that a movie from the 90s? Was that a... What was that? So yes, this is a 1998 movie by the controversial Brian Singer. It Director is, of Usual uh, Suspects. Usual right. Suspects and, X-Men, movies. Uh, X-Men movies, yeah. Partially of Bohemian Rhapsody, at least for a little oh, bit. Oh, boy. It is a Stephen King novella from a collection of stories called Different Seasons. Now, for our first ever Thanksgiving episode here at BPC, we covered another uh, adaptation from that collection, in The Shawshank Redemption, my my favorite movie. Then the following year, we picked another one from it, Stand By Me, which is an adaptation from the short story uh, The Body. Okay, so that left two stories left within the collection. It's a four novella collection. One is The Breathing Method, which has never been... Adapted. adapted and the last one is apt pupil i got this collection of uh novellas for the shawshank redemption i use you know right right i have to eventually read it you know let's do it and then other kids okay, stand by me's me. in here too and i read apt pupil and was blown away by the story and you know I'm like, oh my god there's a movie too like i didn't even know there was a movie da, 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 da. this is around 2018 2019 and then essentially had no one to talk to about it. You know, this is before <laughs> Best Picture Cast, uh, you know, ever existed. So I started a podcast and, and you know, four long, years later, long conned <laughs> you guys into this to could finally talk about it. Yes. No. So I mean, I mean, incidentally I have- enough, it is the 25th anniversary of Apt Pupil. So we timed this thing right to fit into what we're doing on the 25th anniversary of the film. No, so I mean, I
1: have to be honest, I wasn't aware this was a movie. Until this. Mm. I did I, I knew oh, wow. that I've heard of the the story, the short story, mm-hmm. the novella. I have, I did not know it was adapted into a movie. I'd never heard of it.
2: Yeah, I, I saw the movie when
0: it like came out until really? like Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So you were so you were familiar with the movie, Joey, yes. and Chris, you were just you just knew of the I short just knew story.
1: of the I didn't even know what it was about at all. I just I knew the name App Pupil. I knew it was from a Stephen King novel.
0: So we all read the novella here for this. Um, much to Chris's chagrin. Oh, you know, but, but. <laughs> I almost I almost committed murder myself. Um, however, I did enjoy it very much. Yes, awesome, awesome. And, uh, Joey, you read it too? Oh, uh, fantastic yes. book, yeah. And then we watched the movie. So we're going to discuss dinner. You know, the episode is for the movie, but we're going to kind of bounce back and forth. Now, one thing I, I want to do for this episode, for the listener, we're not going to talk about the end of the book right away. We're going to leave the beginning relatively spoiler-free for the book itself, because I do... Think people should check this this novella out. It's about two hundred pages, uh, a little longer than I remembered it being. Um, I mean, it's been out for a few decades, so I think right. yes, you, uh, you know. But but it's know. but is it? It's an under it's an noticed property. So yes. I do want someone to kind of listen to our conversation and decide whether they want to read it or not. Then there'll be the point of the pocket and Say, all right, now we're going to talk about the ending. So if you want to go read it, you know, come right, to, come catch up with us later. And or is just it aggressive like, dribbling or, ca- or something good. Catch, yeah. mu- catch us in
1: six months when you finally finish it, because it's quite
2: long.
0: <laughs> it's an easy read. I want it. We're, we're saying short story, but that is really uh yeah, it's, it's, I- it's inaccurate. 200 pages, yeah. It's st- short for Stephen King. Right. And short for Best Picture cast. Uh but yeah, so w- there will be a little bit of time to say, hey, you know, if, if you don't want to know what happens in the book as opposed to the movie, because the both they end very, very They're differently. They're wildly yes. different. Yes. Very, yes. very different uh, so, we will have that little bookmark there. So, you can listen, kind of spoiler for a bit, and then we're going to dig into the endings because that's to me, the endings of the two is probably the most relevant part of this podcast yeah. discussion. Yeah, so that's it. Um, Joey, I do have a little gift to give you here oh. today. Ooh. And it is the collection of oh. different seasons here. Oh, so you guys,
1: know, you guys only have oh, the apt pupil. Oh, this is pupil.
0: awesome. Yes, yeah, so jo- Joey Butt, apt pupil. The, the novella in itself. So it's kind of like a separate oh, version here. Yeah. Um, I got Chris his, too, to yeah. read with. So yeah, he, I got it for both of you guys. Oh, this cool. is awesome. Um, Thank you, man. I really yeah, appreciate now, it. Hey, man, we've now com- you know, completed the, uh, the yeah. collection here until the Breathing Method episode comes out. So Thanksgiving 2027, maybe we'll do the <laughs> Breathing episode. Oh, This is awesome. And uh, I wrote
2: all over my copy, so now I get a clean copy of it. There this you go. Great.
0: So that's a little uh, BPC momentum there. Chris, I got you one, too. Yeah. Now, mine is different seasons. It is the full oh, collection. Oh, Oh, it, it is, okay. I guess... This version, they probably did one for all the stories. Yeah, this one came out when the movie came out, so I think this was like a promotional for the movie because this is the poster for the movie. Uh, So that that really, it really worked well. I I, I think that movie. I'm sure it was wildly
1: successful. That movie, right?
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, maybe they sold a couple extra copies of uh, yeah. different seasons, though. Of course, you get, you
1: get Brad Renfro on the cover. You know, it's pretty nice. That's
0: it. That's it. There's nothing like uh, marketing apt people to teenage girls. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audience. Right. Okay. So uh, I want to kick around for this uh, this Thanksgiving occasion here. Uh, what are we drinking? What do we bring to drink? So, Joey, I'll start with you. It is not milk. Oh, spoiler for the audience. No, no, I'm not an animal.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I go Founders all day a lot. This is the Founders all day chill day.
1: Ah, Which, great, a great beer.
2: Yeah, just really tasty and very refreshing. I'm very happy with it. Now, oh, Chris?
1: Uh, I got Sierra Nevada Dank Little Thing IPA. It's a hazy IPA. I've nice. never heard of that one. It's dang. a cool can. It a, it's, a, it's a short run. Oh, mm, uh, okay. and And it's, it's actually delicious. I'm loving it.
0: Wow, cool. So, yeah. Dank like a basement, perhaps. Uh there Dussender's yeah. uh, basement. I was yeah. thinking about that. That's why I picked it. <laughs> All right. So I have a, a beer that I've never had personally on the podcast where it has appeared on the podcast before. Um, but uh it is uh the Laganitas IPA. Great one. It has a, a little dog there on the cover. Hopefully Dussender doesn't get his hands on uh on that uh that dog. Um <laughs> I uh yes, yeah, so baseball season has come to an end and uh one of the parents of one of the kids in my team a, a very apt pupil himself uh gave uh, gave me a 12 pack oh uh, great for the end of the season nice. so it's good beer. bring it out here for that cool, cool. um i think he's a parent of the team he could be their nazi neighbor i'm not <laughs> sure but, <laughs> well you know, i'm gonna just don't know, fact check who cares yeah i'm not just gonna i'm not gonna check. i'm not gonna i think it.
1: at this rate i think they're, it's probably unlikely they'd be like close to 100 at this point right probably yeah, 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 it,
0: yeah. you know i think we've 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 got them all. The yeah. ones we were gonna get, we've right. got. We've got them all, right? So, uh, yes. So that's uh, what we have to drink here for uh, for this thing. Now, I, I guess I'll start with um, with opening thoughts on the the source material first, and then we'll do some general thoughts on watching the movie after reading it, and then we'll we'll do our dive here. So, Chris, I'm going to start with you. You're not a you're not a guy who's reading books every you know every month. No. Um, so this was kind of a, a a bit of a venture for you to, it was. to tap into it. How did the experience go?
1: It it was, it was something that I kind of put off because I was like, oh, it's you know, daunting, to, especially when you have to. You know, mm-hmm. I do read books, but usually it's when I choose to. It's a long book. I wasn't necessarily super psyched about it. I was having murderous thoughts. <laughs> um, so at least you're
0: in the right state of mind for it. Yeah. I was. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, ha- having said that. Um, it really sucked me in immediately. And I mean, I literally was, I was dreaming about it as I was reading it. You know, uh, it was, it's really, I, I don't know if I've had a lot of experiences where I was like creeped out or like mm. uh, disturbed by a book. And this one got me a few times. There's yeah. a few things that I was like deeply disturbed by. Yeah. It, I mean, I mean that in a great way. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know you love your serial killers. And oh your serial yeah. Killer properties, and this so was this right is, up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I
1: loved And like, Stephen King does first of all, I mean I think this is uh, not a hot take. What a great writer this guy is. I mean he really paints the picture I I, I mean I could see I could see what's happening in my head.
3: Hmm.
1: really beautiful writer. I really just got sucked into the his universe and like I feel like a lot of Stephen there's such a vibe to his stuff mm-hmm. it, it, and yeah, the stories are different but he ha- he creates such a his own little world and I really loved being in that world for for the, yeah. this time.
2: Yeah, Joe, how about you? Yeah, yeah, I love this book so much. It's so engaging so quickly. And even when it's uncomfortable, you don't want to leave it, which is, you know, he, he finds the line and toes it throughout. Mm. And, you know, you could, you know, this doesn't turn into an 800 page. It's efficient. Every word yeah. matters. And man, I was bummed when it ended.
0: Yeah, Oof, on multiple levels. Uh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is... This was such a, a a shock and a gem, you know. This is because I was not. Ex- I bought this for Stand by Me and Shawshank, <laughs> yeah. and that was the other one. And it's sandwiched right. in between Shawshank and um, Shawshank and Oh, it's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It starts with the uh, Hope Springs Eternal for Shawshank, right? And after people is Summer of Corruption. Uh, the body is a fall from innocence, that makes and sense. then a Winter's, Winter's Tale. Winter's Tale. A, yeah. So it was kind of Ah, do I just skip this one and go to Go to standby and I'm like, nah nah, I'm gonna read it. And man, a couple pages in just hooked. You know, and, just and so hooked. quick.
1: And it really it, it, it throws you. It 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 takes it your your neck is breaking, like, whoa, what's going on now? Whoa, you know, like it really yeah. is has twists and turns and all sorts of craziness going
0: on. Yeah, and you know, this may be a hot take for for Stephen King fans out there, but I think that Todd Bowden is one of his best written characters. I- um I don't disagree with you. I, I just think that he, the, the, the way he chooses to develop this character and the, the, the buildup and the crescendo and the and the, complexity uh, the complexity of the complexity yeah. Yeah, yeah. of and it. how
2: everybody else sees him. It's so smart and just, it, it opens for you as you go. Yeah. It's very impressive.
0: Yeah. And it, it creates a, um, a template and a seed for so many of the villains that he has done over the years. Well, um,
1: it, it's, it's, I found it to be fascinating the juxtaposition between what he looks like to the outside world, to everybody mm. else. Like, you know, handsome, all-American boy, right. athlete, you know, all, all these things. And yet this, like, this kind of, like, monstrous yeah. inner <laughs> inner persona that he this this kid has. And he's young as well. He's, like, what, 13, I think? When story uh, well, he's 13 sh- to 17. Eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It takes him from middle school to high school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's so I just right. found that to be fascinating, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing too is is the Stephen King gets a lot of crap for his endings. That's gonna be my next point. Yeah, mm. and I think this may be his best ending. I think this is it, one of the
2: best endings in any book I've read. Yeah, like yeah, what and,
0: it does is so because this what this
2: book does is cool things. It has like perspective shifts to kind of show power. Yes, and the way this ends with like the dual perspective is. Brilliant.
0: You know, and it's one of the reasons I didn't want to spoil the ending right out of the gate, because I yeah. do want people if, if they're intrigued by what we're talking about, and especially if you're a fast reader, you know You can um, rip through this if you yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a slow reader like me and Chris, you know it's gonna take you a little bit, but um, you know, two hundred pages, you you know, you know the deal. So I, I wanted to give that opportunity there. But I think that the ending is just so oh man, it, 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 yeah. it really, really sticks its, it's landing. It mm-hmm. was
1: it. It jarred me. I, yeah. I, I was Very. not expecting it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree, Chris. Yeah. We shift gears to the movie here for uh, for an introductory second. Chris, I'll start with you again. Um, <laughs> would, now, I mean, I would have to think like anything. When you get done reading something, you know, you know, there's a movie companion. You're probably a little excited to press play. So, where Absolutely. are they going to go with this? I
1: was, uh, but I also kind of. I, I think I I knew already that it wasn't...
2: Well, you never heard of it, so you knew it didn't have legs.
1: That, and I also mentioned it to Kieran, and, and he kind of inferred that eh, it's not so great. I
0: emotionally prepped you a little bit. yeah. Well, yeah. I,
1: and, and like Joey said, I kind of knew, I hadn't heard of it, so I mean, it can't be that good. Um, And a lot of Stephen King adaptations aren't good, yes. so I kind of was expecting that. It, it's a weird experience because I don't usually watch a movie having read the, the source material. Yeah. And I... In this case, it didn't do me well. I didn't appreciate the movie. <laughs> I, I, I disliked it more because yeah. I had known. If I had just yeah, I watched it cold, I might have been like, yeah, it's okay, you know, yeah. that's all right. right." But I mean, having no knowing the story, I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" You're yeah, like, mm. they really. There were some things they got so close to right, yeah, sure. and a lot of things they just really flubbed, and yeah. and, and just. There's a lot, a lot of I have a lot of things to say about
2: yeah, Joe. it. I mean, I think the biggest thing is in the book. Todd is one of the greatest characters developed. I mean, in the book, he's just why does anybody hang out with this guy? Yeah, like it's just it's a flat, one-dimensional yeah. failure of a character in the book. Yeah. It, like how that didn't translate at all is an all-time flop. I
1: mean, they they, they, they the things they chose to not to to, to
0: change or to or cut to out completely. Rush. Mm. I was I was baffled.
2: Yeah. They
0: rush things that don't make sense. Yeah. So I, I think I may be a little just from hearing your introduction, I might be a little higher on the movie than you guys. I don't like the movie and I have a lot of problems with the movie. And I have more problems with the movie than things I like out of it. But you know, and when I first saw it, I, re- I had the same it. same yeah, thing yeah. that you're doing. It was I was I was yeah. offended that they yeah. that they failed this yeah. hard. You yeah. know, that you took they took something that I really appreciated that much and just did yeah. not deliver with it. This time around I was kind of able to take a step back and see maybe from the the movie maker's perspective to try to what what they were trying to do with it. I so like I got some things out of it this time around. But the biggest question that I'm going to ask with this before we do the deep dive is the ending and the spirit of the message and what you're trying to say. I think it's very very clear what Stephen King was trying to do with his with his story, yes, the makings of a of of a serial killer essentially, mm-hmm. and the uh, dissension of a of a retired serial killer basically from a, a Nazi Germany, and 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 everything, any theme, and anything else you want to get from there, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Yes. The enabling suburban the changes, parents, like there's yeah, so much. <laughs> the changes they made in the book, I'm sorry, in the movie, make it unclear as to what the point of the movie is. They negate all of that. Yes. You know, what Completely. is? What are you trying to say? What was like? Like, I want to sit down with the the people who made those decisions and said, "What, what is the, like? What is the message of this movie?" Because I know what the message of a novella is, and I see what you changed, and probably why you changed it from an audience perspective. But what is now the point? What you, I
1: well, what I see is I see a studio movie. And they wanted to to be appeal yep. to as many people as humanly possible. So we're going to change it to be as palatable as humanly possible.
0: To the to the That's point what it, that you yeah, gutted it the it. themes right. yeah. out of the entire. You ruined it.
2: Because yeah. what's the point of the ending?
0: Yeah, there's no artistic vision. Like, Chris, no. you you hit the nail on the head. This is a studio movie trying to make box office numbers. Yeah. And they didn't. And, and they it. did uh, not. No, it was a flop. Yeah, yeah.
2: because I think I think in, with DeSander, I think you have a good character. Not great. But I think he's a good character. Like I get it.
1: And Ian McKellen, who plays uh, the, the the Nazi, is yes. fantastic Fant- in it. Great, it's fantastic. Yes. So uh, was light work for me. I, I do. Right. Need, I do. <laughs> I do need to tell you you guys something because this will blow your mind. Blew my mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm reading the book. I don't necessarily realize this while I'm reading the book. Like I don't acknowledge it in my head. But when I see the movie and I, I like I look it up and I find it on streaming, I realize that's Ian McKellen. And that is who I envisioned wow. as I was reading the book. That's amazing. I envisioned that actor. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he's uh, Gandalf in mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings movies. I pictured him playing this character wow. in my, while I read it. And when I saw him, I was like, holy shit. Like, talk about perfect casting. I, apparently, the casting director got, got yeah, me. I mean, exactly. it, yeah, like, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and he, so he's the best part. But uh like you said, Joey, what a great character. And they do they do him more justice, I think, than anybody else in the in the film. Would you say?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that on the page, it's probably easier to do him justice. Yeah. You know, but uh, his, so, his character. His less arc, complicated. Yeah, yeah, and it's more because the whole thing's from Todd's well for the most part, it's from Todd's perspective, mm-hmm. what you see of of Dusander is is mostly the exterior, right, yeah, which is yeah. Yeah easier for movie making
3: sure
0: one of the reasons that people have such a hard time adapting king is because so much of it is from the first person right. and it's it's perspective and it's thinking and it's yes. uh, emotions and how you're reacting to things and unless you're going heavy with voiceover it's kind of hard to to replicate that mm-hmm. uh, and i do appreciate they didn't use voiceover in this movie because that could have really made this unwatchable yeah. i think we're ready to, to go any uh, thoughts before we we dive joe no chris no. you got it yeah. uh, ready to go here okay all right, so for the second time in 2023, we are headed back to 1998. Our great. first trip back there was uh, great year, great year, yeah, yeah. We, we, All time, just getting ready for high school.
1: I was 18. I was yeah, just out of go. high school.
0: There we go. So we, we were. I was young. Todd Bowden. You're old, Todd Bowden. There you. <laughs> go. Um, yeah, we were. We went back to 1998 in our Armageddon episode uh, this past summer. So a summer of corruption, indeed. <laughs> and sure was. Uh, 1998, and we mentioned in that Armageddon episode that Stone Cold Steve Austin won the title at WrestleMania 14. But let's talk about the champion headed into the night at WrestleMania, and that was the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. Chris, you know that uh, Shawn Michaels, that name doesn't surprise yeah. you too much. Sure. Yes. Okay. yeah, I know him. At the 1998 Royal Rumble, the Hall of Famer faced The Undertaker in a casket match. That's always a a proud moment of career when you get to face the Undertaker in favorite, a casket
1: match. Favorite wrestler of all time.
0: Is Undertaker? Undertaker. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's awesome. I would, yeah, same with me. So during that casket match, and for those who, who are unfamiliar, in the casket you match, you have to... There's a casket outside the ring. Put your opponent in it. You yeah, put and your opponent shut the in lid. And close right. the lid, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. then you win. I remember That's that. the only way to win. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately for um, Shawn Michaels, not the fictional character, but the real, real guy. character, uh, he got thrown uh, out of the ring and his his lower back landed on top of the coffin. Right on the corner. In real life. In yeah, real yeah, yeah. life. Yeah. 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 He was, uh, yeah. And it, it uh, herniated two of his discs and crushed one completely. Oh. Did he yeah. end up in the hospital next to a Nazi? Uh, <laughs> and he pointed him out. He saved the day. <laughs> That's him. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, he stuck it out, finished the match, actually kind of, because WrestleMania is a couple months after Royal Rumble, where it was January, um, is usually in March. So he kind of like took a little time off, but then still fought the match against Austin at Mania, dropped the title with the busted discs in the back and all mm-hmm. that, uh, and retired. Retired on Monday Night Raw the next night. And he would stay retired for quite a while. He did end up making his comeback. Um, I think he... He uh w- w- went born again and yeah. probably found yoga and you know stopped stop drinking and the drinking uh, of the drug stopped <laughs> yeah and got his uh got his back together too so
3: not right. I mean,
1: drinking and started doing yoga I think I'd rather just and be- found
3: God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I'd just
1: rather have a broken back, man. I don't know. <laughs> broken back and <in> a beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So he probably came back around 2002 or 2003. Yeah. Joe? Yeah, yeah the Ozzel, summer. I think Ozzel. it was O2. Yeah, Oz will kill me for missing that uh, that detail there. But uh, there you go. So uh, a, a, a tough end in 98 for, uh, or a tough start to 98 for Shawn Michaels, but he would... Uh, come back and, and have a second half to his career. Chris, we're not going to be talking hockey today because we already spoke about hockey on our Armageddon episode. And that so was no uh, the Cup.
1: Avalanche or the uh, uh, Red Wings? That was
0: the Red Wings yeah. over the Capitals. Okay. They were no, in, right. in a dominant world. So we're going to talk the 98 Super Bowl, also known as Super Bowl 32. And um, let's see if you guys remember this one because this is like right in the, the prime of, uh, you know, I'm in middle school's prime of, of watching. these. I remember this game very, very well. The Denver Broncos defeated the Green Bay Packers 31 to 24 so joe do you have any recollection of that game at all 31 24 broncos over
2: Packers. i remember watching it but there's the two broncos Super Bowls. this is so the first of the two the f- yeah Oof. so
1: i mean you're asking the wrong guy if it wasn't it didn't have to do with girls or skateboarding or
0: i had no care about anything uh, that's else. right that's right yeah so this was the terrell davis one right so okay i kind of went off Uh, And he was the MVP of this one. John Elway finally winning the Super Bowl, and then of course he'd win. He'd beat the Falcons, I think, the next year too. And I apologize for uh, to Tom and Dana Duncan from the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast. Big Packer fans, I was not into the Packers back then. The Packers kind of annoyed. Brett Favre kind of annoyed me. Me too. That that was not a team. I was was, all about the Broncos. I was usually AFC when I was younger. Um, You know, I'm a Giant fan now, but I I would kind of root for those AFC teams. Yeah, I was always rooting for the Bills over the Cowboys. Root for the Chargers over the Forty Nine. Cowboys, 49ers, Packers were always like, boo. Like, get, get the NFC out of my face.
2: Yeah, hmm. yeah. The the America's team stuff for the Cowboys and then to the Favre Packers, I was like, yeah. all right, shut
0: up. Big year for Favre, though, because I think he was in Something About Mary that, yeah, uh, good year. that same year. He's, uh...
2: And I think that's the year at the uh, Pro Bowl he, threw, he just, like, launched a ball 80 yards and when they were doing those competitions.
0: So the National Anthem was sung by Jewel, the lovely Jewel. Ooh. Alaskan, good for her. The Alaskan Jewel, yes. It was a
1: good time period for her, too. Very, uh
0: absolutely formative for me. super formative very formative and the halftime show was uh one of rdb's favorites boys to men oh
3: it's great
0: uh, com- accompanied by smokey robinson the temptations martha reeves and oscar nominee queen latifa sounds fantastic that's yeah, a wow. it's great cool. halftime yeah. show yeah smokey robinson and boys to men oh, smokey yeah. robinson's coming nice. to come into town uh, uh, oh, yeah. in a couple yeah. couple weeks Paramount? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming cool. to the Paramount. that's yeah. cool keith has got to be older than Always oh, bust <laughs> at this he's point. He's 90 years old. Yeah. yeah. He's still, still kicking, still performing. You gotta love it. Broncos were coached by Mike Shanahan. The MVP, as mentioned before, was Terrell Davis. Hall of Famers for the Broncos Steve Atwater, Terrell Davis, John Elway, Shannon Sharp, and Gary Zimmerman. For the Packers, Leroy Butler, Brett Favre, and Reggie White. I loved Reggie White, though.
2: Yes. That, yeah. As much as I didn't love that team, Reggie White, I was always a big fan of. He had the, the soup
0: commercials, right? Yeah. Was he the Chunky Soup? Or, I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay, world leader time. Uh, we'll see how I do with the pronunciations. I picked countries adjacent to apt pupil here in this one. Oh, good. So, yes, we Cut. get to chase... Uh, Germany, Argentina. <laughs> we, <laughs> we chased the sander around the map here. So, Okay, The uh, in 1998, the president of Germany was old friend Helmut Cole. Of course. Helmut Cole. We have uh the president of Israel was and this is going to probably be my trickiest trickiest one here. So, Ezer Weizman. E-Z-E-R Weizman. Ezer or Ezer. It's probably Ezer. Ezer, yeah. Ezer yeah. Wiseman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we Who have <laughs> the president of Venezuela is Rafael Caldera. The president of Argentina is Carlos Menem. And uh the President of Cuba, of course, is the one and only Fidel Castro. Oh. So, easier names here today. That's all right. We're, it's Thanksgiving. I want to have a nice, happy... <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> offend hap- anybody yet. Well, yeah. Well, I guess with the pronunciations, but I'm pronouncing Fidel Castro, so I guess it's not, <laughs> not that happy. All right, country music time, guys. Here we go. All right. This is where you got to step up to the plate oh, and guess. I like this. Oh, right. I like this. this is what? the What? Are those country lyrics talking about? Yeah, I so like So I'm going to oh, give like you the... the Dude, we
1: should get some theme music for this one. We should. We, we should. This is the yeah, best.
0: Yeah, yeah, Grant, we'll yeah. see if Grant can uh, can come cook something yeah, up. Yeah, I'm yeah. always bummed when I'm not like some on, a, on a... game sp- show music, you know? Yeah, like, with, like a, with a twang. Yeah. When I'm not on one of these, I'm always like, fuck, I don't get to do the music. But <laughs> you can play along at home first. We give a little pause for you to play along at home. We already went to 1998, and this is a particularly boring year in country music, uh, and it comes from a country music fan. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of juicy stuff going on here. This is basically like how to, How do I live" was the big song, and you know. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yeah, okay. This, is, this is like post
1: and, um, um, Garth Brooks kind of imploding with uh, the his older the Chris Gaines stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. This is it. I think Garth Brooks was a little active this year, but this is right around but him, kind of going, going off the, down the yeah. Drain. He makes a comeback, I think, a couple years. Later, Tries, but. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're very like Faith Hill heavy here. Oh, so it's like more mainstream. mainstream, mainstream. mainstream. It's getting to Lighter, that more country pop, stuff. That pop country. It's very pop, yeah. mainstream. Like, like country. Yeah. 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 But uh, I did find a, a nice little gem here. And its uh, it, it was up for, uh, at the Grammys, it was up for Country Song of the Year and Female Vocalist of the Year. And it's, uh, it's performed and written by Deanna Carter, also co-written by Rhonda Hart. And the title of the song is, Did I Shave My Legs for This? <laughs> Question mark? Did I shave my legs for this? Okay. Question mark.
3: Hmm.
0: Okay. So, Deanna Carter, female vocalist of the year nominee, is asking, "Did I shave my legs for this?" All right. Okay. All right. So, I'll give you guys a couple second to kind of bounce around some thoughts here. Well, I, I think I, I, yeah. I
1: have an idea of what she's talking about. Okay.
0: Yeah. Chris, Chris is ready to go. I Chris go first.
1: I mean, it kind of sounds like she's saying, "I was gonna go with the date," like, like. This guy's a loser. Like, I went out on a date and this guy's a loser and I shaved my legs for this. Did I prep for this? But now I'm thinking, like, is it, like, a sex thing? Maybe, like, they had sex and it was, like, not so good. (laughs) And, like, did I shave my legs for this, you know? So I'm going
0: with, like, bad sexual encounter. Bad sexual encounter. Okay, very fair choice there. Joe?
2: Yeah, I was thinking more, like, blind date. Yeah. And shaved her legs and the dude's a dud.
1: I know, okay. but that seems too obvious to me. Coach.
2: I know, but I always go too nuts with these things. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: settle right. down. I mean, I, I'm saying Joey's okay. probably right, but I, I'm sticking with what I'm saying. I All probably right. would
0: have went with you said if I went first. By the way, so you're both kind of adjacent to the situation here, but this is a this is a, a wife and a husband situation here. Okay, and this is okay. uh, like. Date night gone wrong. Don't Very worry. blue Valentine uh from the reverse perspective here. I don't but, like the I don't like the divorce uh Yeah, well you're stuff. Gonna get we've some. already talked about this. You're gonna get some, yes. Yeah. So basically the lovely lady here is um getting ready for date night and is all excited to go out and her lazy bum of a husband, <laughs> is just not motivated uh, to not, go out or do anything. Uh, so he's effort. a dud. So we're right about he's the dud. T- he's a dud. Okay. You're right about the dud. And you're he's right put- about probably wanting to get some. Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's not putting in the effort. He's basically saying, I don't feel like going out. Let's uh, let's hang out. And uh, I'm going to sit on the couch mm-hmm. and drink beer. That's more wholesome and you're than going to cook. I was thinking about. Yeah. Know. Well, I think it's that more depressing wanted that these guys to climb. get laid yeah. here, too. So here we go. Flowers and wine is what I thought I would find. When I came home from working tonight, she's a working girl too. Uh, Not that kind of work.
1: She's (laughs) working working hard. She has a job. (laughs) Yes, working hard
0: for money. She better treat her right. Um, Okay, different song. (laughs) Well, now here I stand over this frying pan, and you want a cold one again. I bought these new heels. I did my nails, had my hair done just right. I thought this new dress was a sure bet. For romance tonight. There's oh, there Chris's okay, uh, thing yeah. there. Well, it's perfectly clear between the TV and beer, I won't get so much as a kiss. She's definitely looking to get some there,
3: Chris. Yeah. yeah.
0: As I head for the door, I turn around to be sure. Did I shave my legs for this? And finally, now when we first met, you promised we'd get a house on the hill with a pool. Well, this trailer stays oh, wet. Oh boy. And we're swimming in debt. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, this Always is...
1: comes down to the finances, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like she's the one working. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no yeah, you know, this guy's just air. a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, she deserves better. I hope yeah. she did well in her life. 80% of these country songs, Joey, are very uh, dissatisfied with the male characters in yeah, these things you know. more often than not. Yeah. Is that that's true? Okay. Yeah, it seems... That's yeah. Most art. <laughs> this is an easy. This is an easy one yeah. to, uh, to, to be disappointed in, so... All right. You know, we were on that mark. Yeah, we we're, right we're there, really, we're you really good. You were, you were touching around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to it's tough to get a, a square on the on the head there. Yeah, especially you know, when
2: you yeah. have to like decide like the level of the relationship. Yeah, like, we were at that's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True.
1: I'm really bummed out about the one you brought up a while back. Uh The one about uh he stopped loving her tonight or whatever. Oh right? yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Because yes. yeah. yeah, that that one
3: now now
1: because that, that's actually come up a couple times since, and I'm like, damn, like. Now I, because now I know, yeah, like, yeah, cause right, because yeah. he died or whatever. Damn, like that's I should have known that. Yeah, you know? it still hurts that one. Mm.
0: All right, so uh, at pupil, good transition there. Uh, directed by <laughs> Brian Singer, so we'll have to have a little Brian Singer chat. We'll keep it somewhat brief, I suppose. Uh, screenplay by Brandon Boyce, who most uh, his most relevant work was Milk.
3: Oh, oh yeah, really? More
0: milk talk there, yeah. Milk, milk starving. <laughs> this, uh, at least this is Harvey. That's right? Harvey. Milk. I, yes, I, I yes. enjoyed that
1: movie, but yeah, that. I didn't, but he's he's got problems in this one.
0: Yeah, based on uh, a novella of the same name written by Stephen King in the collection of Different Seasons. Music and film editing by John Ottman. We've never had that before. Oh. The film editor and the uh, music director, the same person, and yeah, he would get a Oscar nomination for his work as a film editor on bohemian rhapsody cinematography by newton thomas siegel who was up for a bafta for photographing bohemian rhapsody but he also was the uh director of photography on uh, the five bloods the uh joint and joey one of your favorites a 1001 by one episode drive cinematographer on drive love that movie it's great after people is starring brad renfro sir ian mckellen Joshua Jackson, for some reason, Bruce Davidson, and Dowd, oh. and David Schwimmer. It was up for exactly zero Oscars. Yeah. Did Somehow not, too many. Uh... But it won a Critics' Choice Award. Did it?
2: Was it like a McKellen Award? It was a McKellen yeah. Award, oh, and it well. was a
0: joint award with Gods and Monsters. So I guess oh, they okay they for, put at, his year together. At that point, they they group in. Okay. So it was a, it was so Ian McKellen won's Best Supporting Actor. Oh no! Best best lead actor for uh, shared with gods and monsters, but like I saw Critics
2: Choice and almost fell. much that's like a major precursor. Yeah. Like what? Do... But uh, the, the the year combined makes sense.
0: Yes, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. He wasn't standing. They just on the, threw this on This is for deal. gods and monsters, right? Yeah. Probably cut. Someone cut a deal. Yeah. The production company cut yeah. a deals in the back for you. us in uh, okay, it was also up for a, a few Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Awards, the Saturn Awards. We've discussed them a few times, yeah. usually in our horror episode, right. they'll, they'll pop up. So, he uh, was up for five, and it won two, including Best Horror Film of the Year, which wow. seems bizarre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, give you the hol- other horror nominees. Horror can
1: be tricky
0: that way. Though. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it won for... For that, and it also won uh, for McKellen. McKellen won supporting actor. Okay. Now the supporting fair. actor groups them all in science fiction. Oh, okay. Art, so that's a tougher one to win. So here were the. Uh, it was '94, but did not win best director, which it would lose to uh, Michael Bay for Armageddon, a previous <laughs> episode of the show. Uh, writing for it lost to the Truman Show. I guess okay. Science fiction. Yeah. Oh, and man. then young star. I don't know what that is. Brad. So uh, Brad Renfro. Young Red star. Oh, young star.
2: Oh, I thought yes. the movie.
1: Yeah, this he was hot during this period.
2: I mean, I guess no one had eyes or ears, sir. Or... Uh,
1: well, he was in some other movies. <laughs> I
2: know. Boy, he's he's
0: going tough on Renfro early. Here we go.
2: Uh, it... Did you see him dribble a basketball? You should have can, super kicked him there.
0: Oh uh, well, the nitpick zone will be active today oh, in, listen, the, in the sports he, realm. He things. was in my my record my six time
2: recommend. I... <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> might be seven times. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping it it's still be. there.
0: Might be next Thanksgiving's uh, episode. I think. Uh, okay, so a young star he lost to Tobey Maguire for Pleasantville. Okay, well, yeah. Tobey Maguire is lovely in that movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the other movies or the other actors up for supporting actor that that uh, McKellen beat: uh, Affleck for Armageddon, which is pretty funny. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton for Sam Raimi's A Simple Plan. Have you guys seen A Simple Plan? No, no. Oh, I haven't either. I have it on my list. So I got to see it.
1: The band sucks, though.
0: Dennis Franz for <laughs> City of Angels. <laughs> <laughs> oh I forgot he was in that That's amazing That's a good movie Ed Harris for Truman Show Right And Gary Oldman for Lost in Space Oh, I can't imagine that's any that's good, not good.
2: I remember I got that from Blockbuster Because my sister wanted to see it And I was It might be It's definitely better than I remembered it But I lost getting to pick the movie that week uh, Or that oh, day wow. So I was just <laughs> Like it could have been the best thing ever I would
1: have hated it
0: now the other movies up for horror movie of the year. Here we go. Blade. Right. Okay. Bride of Chucky. Okay. Oh, okay. No do no scream this year. Oh. Blade, Bride of Chucky. Halloween H two O. It's a rough one. That Brutal. Might, be the, one might be the worst Halloween movie. Although the Buster Runs one's also pretty bad. I think
2: H two O's worse. Ooh, okay.
0: The faculty. Robert Rodriguez is the faculty. Love that.
2: i a good one. fucking yeah. love that movie. Doesn't
1: that always have that doesn't that always also have Joshua Jackson?
0: No, um, Elijah Wood. And what am I? Th- and Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett's oh, in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love Joshua Jackson. So and so. Uh, vampires starring uh, James Woods. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so, you know. How the hell did this win? Those
2: are some good movies. That's crazy.
0: Ones, yeah. I could see it taking out Bride of Chucky and Halloween H two O, but Blade, The Faculty, and Vampires seem like all the the beginning of Blade. It's like a disco when like
2: when you get introduced to Blade is awesome.
0: I saw I saw that one in theaters. Yeah, yeah.
2: but I actually Bride of Chucky's better than this.
0: Hmm. I like Bride of Chucky too. Uh, okay,
2: funny Joshua Jackson story. Depending on who you ask, me or my wife, our son Cole is half-named after one of Joshua Jackson's characters. <laughs>
1: oh, are you serious?
2: Yeah, Cole uh, from uh, The Affair. Oh, because my no. wife loves Joshua Jackson. We love wow. that.
1: Uh, my okay. wife and I love The Affair. And yeah. my wife loves Joshua Josh My Jackson, wife
0: loves so, him, so. So, so. so if they watched along with you, I'm guessing they didn't. They were probably happy that they shoehorned him into this movie for some um
1: reason. She was, but she was out very early. The minute the cat almost went into the oven, yeah. my wife jumped off the couch and was like, I'm out. Yeah. And Kristen, ran upstairs, and I didn't see her again. That was it.
2: Kristen was like, Brad. Uh, she goes, Joshua Jackson would not hang out with this kid, and she went into front. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Kieran, um, Kieran is not a fan of Josh uh, Jackson. I, I can tell.
2: How do you hate Charlie Conway? That's a
0: bad take. Bad take. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a Banks guy, but you know. Uh, Charlie's the heart. I, Come on, I, I don't know. I just think he's shoehorned into this movie. This, this yeah, like, he, he definitely is. He like, had like Dawson's Creek trying to catch. They, no, Williams they were like, files. oh, so
1: we'll talk about Dawson's Creek again. They yeah, they were okay, like, all right, well, well,
0: yeah. they were
2: like, oh, we need a personality up. among the kids, so let's get someone in here with a personality, and they just shoehorned
1: him in. Yeah, I think they in. also needed like a, some hot actor. Yeah, and yeah, there
0: was they were going for for I'm, clicks.
1: I'm telling you, bit. this movie was doomed by. A studio wanting it to make yeah. money. You that's are absolutely. so right. Yeah, yeah, what that's that's, that's, yeah. that's going to be the bottom line of a lot
2: of the yeah. conversations. And yeah. when you said that, I was like, oh, Chris, Chris just answered so much of our like points.
0: It was released in the U.S. on 10-23-98, so right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we were in high school at that point then. A $14 million budget it grossed 8.9 million. Did not make wow. its money back. Wow. You know what's
2: funny? I I remember thinking this movie was so cool when I saw it, but like watching it now, even I watched it after I read the book. But this is such a movie that a 14-year-old would think is awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess so. I
1: kind of almost well, I think if that were the case it would have done better. I think what happened was they they dumbed it down. But but I think it was it was over a 14-year-old's head and under a 20 20- Five-year-olds, yeah, had. yeah. Oh, and it's, they just—they just blew it. They yeah, right. don't they think, didn't, but, but a
2: fourteen-year-old up- who saw it would be like, "Oh, it's like clearly get that it's over them and think that it's more to it, so would lop onto it." But it, I had—I can't—I I tried to watch. Like, I watched one of the old trailers. Like, it was clearly they had no idea what movie they were trying it, to sell.
0: They didn't know what their audience yeah. was either, because this is this is a movie that's clearly R, and it's not going to be anything but R, right? And it's very hard in nineteen ninety-eight to market a rated R movie to a fourteen year old. You can do it today. Right. Yeah. But back then, you know, they weren't getting into theaters. Like no. they could you yeah. what are you marketing to the person, sneaking in, then they're buying a ticket to to the odd couple. Right. And they're they're getting your money. Exactly. You know? like, so
2: but even like watching the trail, they clearly didn't even know how to like they were so clueless at every point of this, and it's so clear, and then it's just Ian McKellen just coming in just being better than everybody at yeah, a thing. I,
1: I don't yeah. think it's a matter of them just not understanding understanding. understanding the material because there are moments in the movie where I'm like, Oh, they got this, they got this exactly right. Like all or close to exactly right. There's, there's,
2: was it anyone but McKellen?
1: Oh, well, no, you know, you know, they're all moments with the two of them. I mean, the, the, the main part, the, the, the compelling part of the story in the book is the two of them in a room. Yes. And that's what this movie should have been a, 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 it's a, in the heart of it, it's a dual, between two sociopaths Mm. and they are they are at war with each other and that's what
0: it is and this they
1: missed that completely
0: yeah they they did not i had a note of that they did not connect the relationship between the two that is yeah that's the
3: story in
2: the book the whole i literally got chills when it happened the whole beginning of the story as it's building up is all todd's perspective the entire thing and then just you turn the page and it switched to do Sanders when he kind of switches up and takes some power back i got chills i was like this is unbelievable and i like i couldn't wait to keep going and this movie at no
0: point commits to that but i don't know that renfro can well all right so you're you've already okay, been firing yeah. off pretty hard on renfro here so obviously you're not a fan uh, of, of him he was too. bad
1: i'm I'm up and down on that, Joey.
0: I, I'm not not with you. So I, I'm probably the high person on him, but I don't think I don't think he's without his his serious flaws. Uh, you know, the performance is he did the darkness well. He, he did. But he
2: you, he forgot he had to be a complex yes. person that people would like and be tricked by it. He can't just walk around staring at everybody the whole time because that's not this character. Todd is more advanced and more nuanced than what was here. The darkness he nailed, and mm-hmm. I'll all the credit in the world for the darkness.
1: Physicality wise, he was like the per he was kind of perfect until totally he's what he looked like. Yes, yes, and, totally they sure. looked apart. The and I, I do, I, I, Joey, I think you are on. They he wasn't able to uh, portray the the super dark nature of the character and then the like the suburban the, the, baseball the person player that he hero, was putting but, out to everybody else right. in the community. The this, this likable, um, right, lighthearted person that, that he, he wasn't able to do both of those things in the movie and
2: that's the problem because this brad renfro's todd would not trick his parents because his parents would be like oh clearly something's well, going I, on I, here
0: i, I just want to address that for a second though to the level that the character is in the book no but to the level that the character is in the movie maybe because he's not he's not doing the same things in the movie that he's doing in the book he's not well, it's the, only the, over three months, which screws it up. Yeah, yeah. the depth, yeah, the depth,
3: that the depth and the stakes
0: no. in the movie are very different than that of the book. Way so less, if, yes. if you're asking Brad Renfro to, to be the Todd Bowden that's in the book, yeah. we have problems. But if you're asking to be Brad Renfro, the, well, the one thing that I thought he did that's right. pretty well that's a good point. was he did kind of do that that Southern California kind of dopey dipshit. Uh-huh, uh, you know, like he kind of had that, you know, that I think... Could work yeah. for that type of kid, you know, that kind of the dopey surfer that everyone loves because he's just, you know, he's just adorable yeah. and, you know, he's a good baseball player just, and a surfer and this is, we like him. You it know? was
2: all darkness that he couldn't switch out of. I never saw that,
1: like. Joey, I have to say that Kieran just made a really valid point that, like, if you're expecting him to portray the character in the book, that's a mistake because he, that wasn't what he was hired to do. He was yeah. hired as an actor to portray the guy in the screenplay. Yeah, which it does take place in in, in a way shorter sure. period of time. And it wouldn't even make sense.
2: But he also did that poorly.
1: I'm not going to argue that. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. But he, Kieran brings up a valid point. Like, I I think where this movie fails ultimately is the screenplay. I, I think yeah. that is where... Well, that's
2: where it's screwed up from the start. Yeah. But and, and, and also, I don't believe this kid would have friends.
1: This movie shouldn't be an hour and 50 minutes long. And I cannot believe I'm can s- fucking saying this. It should be at least two two and a, two and hours, 15 minutes, correct. two and yeah. a half hours maybe. Yeah. I love they that. you
2: need more time. I just love for BP. I need this as like a Grant quote from you. I'm so happy you were the one to bring up this correct point. Yeah.
0: yeah and Joey, I think you're giving a little too much credit for what? Uh, the depths of a popular high school kid. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I think there's plenty of kids that are very popular that are... Some of the the you know this like the the, the most emotionally weightless and intelligently weightless people. Yeah. Sure, and it's not, but you the, know,
1: okay. But the character, the, the book is the problem that we've all which, read the book. Yeah, because in the book they make a point about a million times that this kid is different than other kids his age. That yeah. he's, he's older than thirteen or fourteen or whatever, and and that may that he's unique in that way. And in the, in this movie. They can't possibly portray that in the amount of time. or the. the, They don't develop anything
2: enough. It's just he's... he's, he's, The the scene in the shower, right, where he has the first, like, vision, Mm -hmm. is his best scene. Because he's scared. Because he does the darkness part well, but he doesn't do anything else well that it needs to make this whole character believable in this movie.
0: I I do have to take the exception to the... uh, no one would like him because I, dude, I just, th- I just think being good at baseball and being good looking in high school is enough for people dude, like you. I, I don't, don't believe you... he's good at baseball. Did you see well, him play right, basketball? Right, no, 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 we'll get to the, we'll the nitpick zone. But The screenplay tells us he's good at baseball. The The acting, his, we'll get to the nitpick zone. There'll yeah. be plenty of, okay, there'll be fine. plenty of, of athletic critique going on there. Don't worry. I have, I'm, I'm ready to, to have Okay. McClellan. All right. Fine. Um,
2: but man, Eden McClellan was great.
0: He was, and he actually kind of like scoffed at the role a little bit. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't think my character was very difficult to portray. It's like, there wasn't a lot of depth to him. It was, <laughs> is you he? Know. He's not German. Is he German? He's English. I
2: yeah, he's English. So the hardest part was him figuring out the accent because yeah. he had to be he did a it, great job. It yeah. had to be a German accent living in America for twenty years, and but also repressing the German oh. accent, and yeah. he nailed it. He, does he did. It all. He, he it. That's how I heard the accent.
1: If without him, this movie is an absolute abomination he's fantastic like, uh, do you
0: agree karen like I... uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah if this is like uh this goes horribly wrong <laughs> if this is like um you know who, who, who... i mean this <laughs> is the worst picture cast movie that we're talking like uh, it
2: could be
3: i don't know
0: rod steiger could have done it i think <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait
2: just rods rod steiger the doing the marching that intense marching that
0: all oh, that mean I, mean I mean Ian mckellen a was that
2: like ian mckellen was just acting his ass off yeah. brian singer must just
0: been like Oh, thank God for this guy. Another area where this this really missed, and I can talk about this just pertaining to the movie itself with putting the book in. It's not just gonna constantly go back, this is why the book was better, this is why the movie failed. Yeah, I, just, I,
1: I don't I don't want to do
0: that. I don't really want to do that. Fantastic. The book
2: would, just doesn't do let's just focus on the movie. Uh, uh, I agree. And,
0: and we'll have we'll have our section here yeah. when we can tackle the book, and that's when we'll let people know that we're gonna go spoiler. But the parents, the relationship with the parents was a major issue for me yeah, in I the agree. movie. Yeah, yeah. They there was no you know, there was no Real connection like, there. There were just was nothing generic well, also, template yeah. Yeah, Well the
1: by connection, I think you mean the the disgust that he has towards his parents and their lifestyle and the and, degeneration yeah. of it as yes, he gets into more. Because exactly.
0: so, so it, it so they're like, in the book they're much younger. Yes, and they're like thirty eight, I think. Thirty. The mom's thirty four. Yeah, the book. I think the dad's and thirty the dad's eight. Probably 38. And I mean, the actors. And I love Ann Dowd. She's a Me one, too. Wonderful actress. I, I, the actor who plays the dad. I like him She's too. She's in her mid forties yeah. when this movie comes out, and Bruce Davidson is in his mid fifties. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're aged up, and yeah. basically the movie's kind of showing them as just disconnected wealthy people. That's it. And you know that's like kind of like a cop out. That's like a hundred percent. And one of the one of the. Really, more chilling, scary parts of the book is that these parents are pretty close to the kid in yeah, the book, right, and yeah. they're young parents who are connected, and they're they're trying hard, and yes, they're yeah. and they're well, that's concerned what's concerned about him. That's and,
1: what's effective about it is that like any anybody can think like
2: not my they kid. think
1: they know their. I mean, dude, I mean, you hear the story all the time. Like they the parents are right under their nose. Yep. Their kid is into some dark shit. And they don't know. And, I and worked then, in
2: addictions for 13 years. Yeah. The amount of times parents would come in and be like... I had no idea. I didn't know I until he overdosed. Yeah. And like I was with him every so day. So it's every, kind of
1: yeah. a lot of people's worst nightmare. And 100%. that's why
0: in the book, it's terrifying. You're yes. just like, oh my God. Like, and how, how cookie cutter know? is it in a movie to have the rich parents who aren't paying attention that's how that gives us a, a screenplay excuse to have this kid doing all these antics no one but will call he's us out mad this. no be- one will nitpick zone yeah. us on this and
2: that's the problem is it's just he's
0: mad because they're detached yeah and that's that's or, or that's a nothingness we don't, we don't know what his opinion is of his parents and that's the problem you, you're we don't, right we, don't know. we know nothing don't, there's no it's it, what is it it's,
2: it's, a it's really scene? it's t- it's a dinner scene it's waking up it's the one scene at the at the uh with the
1: interrogation interview sorry um it's nothing. In the movie they 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 basically serve as a another example of his his ability to manipulate and and lie and and whatever. Is, I don't even it, think it that, does that, that is, much. On well, a very light. That's what yeah. I mean, but that's what they're there for in the movie. They right? felt
2: like, they felt like like 90s cartoon parents or oh, they're, they're just, just there because you have they to put just cartoon Fall for in. whatever he says. Plot devicey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're just yeah. they're just not functional and you have two good actors like flesh yeah. this out a little bit, make it intriguing because then you could
0: do something with that yeah. character. Where what elements of the movie did work for you? Everything DeSander did. <sighs> okay. Um, but more 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 specifically, what sections, scenes, parts uh, that that the, they chose to do? So the worked. two biggest ones for me
2: are DeSander getting the suit, the yeah. the uniform, yes. and DeSander with the um the homeless guy, with Casey okay. Jones.
1: Oh, okay. For me, it was when DeSander and Todd are sitting down in in the the kitchen. Yeah. And DeSander Sanders explaining to him that the safety deposit box scene,
2: his like, monologue on that those top two notch. things
1: th- that th- that scene in particular and the one with the SS uniform to me was really like, wow, like when he's marching in the uniform, I, I got it unnerved me. I was like, 100%. It, like th- I had read the book, I knew the scene and I was like, oh, they're nailing they're nailing this. Yeah. And they, also, the scene where he, he explains that he has yep. the hes He's basically like, if you fuck me, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. you know? and, yeah. But that even, scene, those two scenes where they actually, I think they really nailed, nailed
0: the essence it. of it. Nailed it. Yeah, we're, we're fucking each other. Yeah, yes. yeah. shot of the, bourbon. Yeah. I like
2: exactly. the scene with the homeless guy, even though I don't like how they changed the way they killed yeah. yeah. I like
0: the Casey Jones ness of it. Uh, is that Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles episode? Okay, all <laughs> right. Um, I, 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 I don't like how they g- did it, but Joey, I like it because. It's a good
1: scene. It's just hard when you know the 100%. percent here. I'm trying yeah. to separate. Yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard. But no, it's the, hard. The,
2: the 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 SS uniform scene Ugh. and the, the monologue the scene are the best too. But I really like him with the homeless guy because he's like here. He's making the commitment that yeah. this is it. It's we're no yeah. more animals. This is it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, time. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. I felt it, and I think those two had good chemistry. Yeah.
1: No,
0: totally. I agree. Uh I also liked the heart attack scene and him trying to get the deposit. From him, while he's bef- right, I thought that was stuck being smart. between yeah, calling yeah, the yeah. police and getting that th- that worked. Um, d- Renfro did some things in this, yeah, that did really work for me. It's not um, all bad, no, no. <sighs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> I know, I know. No, it's it. It is because it, I do think I do agree with the casting decision. I, I think they cast the right person. I, I oh, no, I don't. I, I it just I think the they timing. Seemed, an actor. Yeah, I, I see, I, I saw him acting in
2: this. I, I The darkness, sure. But he, unfortunately, had a lot of darkness in real life that I think he... Because the yeah. monologue scene with Deuce Sander in the safe deposit box, unfortunately, I came out of that. I was like, wow. McCullen was fantastic in that. I wish he had someone to work off.
0: Yeah. No. So you're yeah you're pretty all in on on burying uh, Renfro,
2: but the safety the, the 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 trying to get the safety deposit box key during the heart attack scene, I think he did good.
0: He's also he also uh, dropped some real good f bombs. You could tell he was really, uh, he was really old, yeah. passionate about yeah. dropping f bombs like a like a fifteen year old would be. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Do, do
1: we have any insight into Renfro and his career? He was yeah. born
3: yeah. Tr-
2: like troubled childhood. Um, found uh by uh. For the for the client, they yeah, found yeah. him when he was ten years old. Probably yeah, took he, him up. He, he was in sleepers. he yeah. He was in he was a bunch s- of great good great sleepers. Yeah, his yeah. his grandma it, yeah. would bring him around yeah.
0: to all the all the yeah. tryouts. And he, unfortunately, and all the died very young. Oh, drugs. he died. I, I, was I like twenty five. I see. Okay. Yeah, twenty five. Very very troubled. Yeah. Um, so one of the things, like a about, couple
2: of arrests for drugs in Hollywood. Oh,
1: right, right.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. One of the things about Renfro and he's the the cautionary tale is 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 the and and you know there's a lot with the set of this movie that. People point to is to some of his problems. Uh, he was, he always looked older than he was. Yeah. So in this movie, he's aged up to 16, 17, but he's, he's really 14 he's, turning 15. Yeah, but he's like supposed to be 17 by the end. Yeah. And I think, I think when they start filming, he might have been 14.
2: Yeah. But I think sleepers, he's up in age too. Like okay. I think he's but always yeah, a the, little, but up. his
0: actual age while filming the movie was 14, yeah. 15, uh, which is young. And yeah. he was unsupervised on set and was apparently going to, adult parties and, and drinking and, um, um, hooking up with older women, yeah. you know, who were, who were women, you know, not, not, not girls as year age. Old, yeah, yeah. They were adults. Oh, wow. Right. And doing a lot of that. So he, he quickly went down that and then eventually got into the harder drugs and, and what Yeah. sad
2: story. And something like sleepers, I think he's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Bully
0: is one a little later on. I you not familiar that with though. Bully. No, no, no. Yeah. He's, he's the lead in that. And that's when he's 18 or 19. Oh, it's that much later, yeah, two thousand one. Okay. It's the director of Kids. Oh, oh, uh, wow. and Gummo, that guy. Yeah, uh, Chris, okay. you shared your oh, experiences yeah. with I've Kids died. as a as a kid, traumatizing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, so the movie's kind of like you know it's off putting and, and weird. But I, I, I saw it when it came out. I was uh, when, you know in high school, so right. I, I dug it. But. Um, I think he he kind of works within that he movie. Could, he fits in that world like I could see yeah. him doing well and with that uh, what what's that guy's uh, Harmoin Nick Stalls in there too
2: oh really yeah
0: yeah so so yeah no, he he had a, a an unfortunate yeah, an, died unfortunate young sadly youth. yeah twenty five of over um, heroin overdose yeah uh, so you know that's that's disappointing there now Singer got in a lot of trouble here starting on the set with this one this kind of started was the first of Singer's troubles. But the shower scene, yeah. Not, yeah, not good. No, none of it was. No. I
2: mean, the amount of kids who were like, "Yeah, what the hell?" they yeah. 13 years old. Why are we to
0: do this? Why are we having a bunch of 15 year olds yeah. shower and filming a scene? I mean, it, thir- you know? they were
2: 13 through 17.
0: And like forced. Oh,
1: with like naked kids yeah. in there? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Oh, okay. What do you no. like? He spaces out for that, that whole scene? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Right. yeah. So a couple I didn't of even think
1: about that. So those kids are actually. Well, like I just assumed they were all like 18, okay. 19. Yeah. So or 20. I didn't even think about it because yeah. I just assumed they were right. older. So they reshot it.
0: They had to reshoot right. it. And, and oh, there's so we it, other had than a bunch Renfrow, of kids naked in the yeah. show? They had a bunch of 15, 16, 17 year olds. Oh. they all Yikes. Two or three of them sued him. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, they all said the same thing. Like, we were forced. like What? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Jesus! Okay. Oh yeah. Now he, now he was. There was they investigated it, and it was apparently all. How you know, how other, could that other than the be? Okay. well, uh, as far as the forcing and the yeah. you know oh, okay. making people do the scene against their will, that stuff. But no, the whole concept itself is not it's acceptable. Yeah, like I Why do it... we need to do this? And even the reshoot with all the kids. I mean, Renfro is still fifteen. Right. We still why don't is Renfro. right yeah, We don't need. I, you know... I,
1: I remember actually my wife and I watching it and be like, are they dropping dong right now? Or is that like <laughs> there's like hardcore nudity? Why is this
0: happening? And it seemed like Singer trying to go out of his way to 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 show renfro without clothes on as much as he could yeah he really thing. and it, yeah, it is it's off-putting right. very uncomfortable that's right. and
2: he's even know, the first time he wakes up after like the first nightmares
0: like it's just yeah oh, why are we just doing zoom ins on his, right. his boxers and it's like this are yeah. you just trying are you appealing to like you're what? trying to appeal to the 16 year old girl audience here we're gonna put a heartthrob yeah. in this but like your heartthrob is 15 and this isn't a Male movie And, and like, you're an he's adult being shot
2: like an adult Like it
0: was not yeah, It was uncomfortable it, it, and, it, it is,
1: and it's like If you're going for What's in the book Because there is some Graphic stuff about Those scenes in, in the book But you're not Going for it In any other right. Aspect of the Movie then, yeah. then what the fuck Are you doing here? Like it, yeah. it seems It and, seems your
0: intentions Are not Great, and right. coming off of Usual Suspects, where you're probably at the peak of your powers, yeah. this is what you choose to do. Yeah, harass a bunch of thirteen year old kids <laughs> to get in the shower. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's icky. It's real yeah, icky. Yeah. Uh, and, well, he and, got
2: into other trouble later, right? Like yeah, uh, more than once. Yeah. You know, uh, so he always really? seems to be in some
0: shit. Yeah. yeah so uh, I don't, you know, I don't know enough about the other cases to Me be neither. Talking about it here today, but it seems like Brian Singer has kind of been pushed off to the side yeah. for, for some some good reasons here. Yeah, the movie itself. Was definitely leaning into some homosexual themes. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, I mean, they they, they the blatantly have his well, you yeah, also, also, all three characters—the homeless guy and and both of the leads—because yeah, yeah. you have his girlfriend saying, "Like, do you maybe you don't even like girls?" And he kind of right. gives this odd look, right? And then you have the 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 interaction between the homeless guy and DeSander. The initial reaction between them, not through the window, like on right, the right, street. Right, right, right. Uh, that was a very strange the encounter. Whole, the way it was I shot, I it was blocked. It, like it, and, it, it was, and, it was and, not and nothing natural. The about dialogue us. itself was yeah. kind of like it was unclear and. W-
1: Again, I think it's it's they're they're coming from the source material, and that and that stuff is all explained in the source material. Right. material that like Corral Todd right. can't really get excited for. A woman, not because he's gay, but because he's a monster. Yeah, right. and the violence right. is how he gets the dating. Aroused. The, yes,
0: the
2: so, dating is his mask. But, it's they, not don't, about but sex for him. they
1: don't. But of course, they don't. They don't right. go into any of that in the movie. So what happens is they're like alluding to it. But which nobody which, knows what the fuck they're talking
0: uh, about. Of right. course, of course, if, any sort of illusion like that, the viewer is going to obviously think that you're telling us that he's gay. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Especially, right.
2: it's such a heavy-handed thing. Not that he's wearing a mask to try to like that the girlfriend is just a tool and a pawn for <laughs> right. him. And it's not about her. It's not about sex for him
1: because it's the violence he's craving. Yes. But the minute he, he starts to uh, fantasize about the violence, is when that's he, when right. he gets aroused. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when
2: it's just sex and it's just it's not her. Right. It's not a guy. It doesn't
1: matter
0: to him. It's just. But this movie cannot. But that's not that's that is a screenplay director totally. issue. Yep. Yeah. And and then Absolutely. you have the the homeless guy saying that this Sander, you know, I can be nice to you. I can be a friend to you, like the boy, yeah. like that. Right. He, I guess he's perceiving through the street that the yeah. kid is going in there for well, I mean, sexual the reasons. homeless guy is turning tricks. Yeah, he's doing it here because he thinks he sees the boy Sanders coming in, wear. right? And then you know you have the exchange in the in the kitchen. Plus, you have You have the homeless guy wearing the technicolor kind of sweater. <laughs> well,
1: in the movie, they don't even explain how the guy, how the homeless guy knows. They do show him picking through the garbage. And, they when, show him when he's uh, in the in
2: the SS uniform and he's yeah. they oh. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, and,
1: even I, says, like, I, I know, know the you. story
0: and I miss that. Yeah. Like, And then the culmination of the movie, we have Todd basically saying to his teacher that if you tell anyone, I'll tell you, tell you that you, you, right. know, you molested you me. T- me you, or yeah, you, you came on to me. And came yeah, on yeah. to me. So there's a lot of like threads of this yeah. in yes. here. and None thought out too well. No, and it, if if your excuse is that you expected the audience to know the source material, which I don't. First of all, I don't believe. No, no and- way.
1: If I watched this movie without having read the book, I think I would have been really confused in a lot of ways. I would have. I, I would. It would have. I would have not liked it, and I would have been like, "They didn't explain it. I don't understand this. Why did you this would have happen? it for like different reasons. You know, yeah. like we could fill in the gaps. And that made us not like it because we had to fill in the gaps. But, I mean, I feel bad for a a, a viewer that hasn't read the book because, like, then you really don't know
3: what the fuck is yeah, on I
2: mean, Or I why it's happening. You right. Know, like, exactly. There's, the motivation just yeah. doesn't come through at you any lose point. You he's all motive in this Because this so much of this movie is about mass, right? It's DeSander. he's putting out he's Arthur Denker. He's yeah. this guy. His wife died. He worked in this. Todd's the wholesome all American boy. Like yeah. it's all about mess and who kinda you show to the world and they they they're only vulnerable with each other because they you know they follow along the path of like the, what the dreams come. How do they, you know, uh, uh, appease the dream, the nightmares. And just the, just all of that is lost here. Not not even lost. Not even just touched. David Schwimmer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Oh. French. David Schwimmer. Oh. Rubber red. You weren't feeling it,
1: Chris. I I have a hard time with David Schwimmer. Um, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's hit or miss for me. Like, first of all, I thought he was the most annoying friend. Uh, my uh, wife loves uh, friends. friends. Yeah. Okay. I just he he always drove me crazy. He just uh, he's such a goof. Like it, yeah, it, it was hard to take him seriously in this. Like I don't know. I, don't know, I think I, that I,
3: kind of worked for yeah, the role. Uh, the
2: the way they use uh, this character in this movie,
0: I thought it worked. Oh, oh I okay. gotta say, and first of all, I'm not a Friends guy. I know this is not great timing for that with the Matthew no. Perry <laughs> stuff and all that. So I'll just you're, I'll, you're allowed to not like a show. That I'll leave fine. that. I'll leave that right there though. I fired this one up this time around and it's been a few, you know, four years or so since I've seen the movie and my recollections of the movie were not fun. I see David Schwimmer in the credits and go, oh my God, they stuck David Schwimmer in this thing. Yeah, That's right. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Jesus. And you know what? When his scenes came up, I'm like, Gah. you know what? The character kind of works. He kind of, yeah. does, with the stupid mustache yep. <laughs> and the glasses and, I, I actually think that he he pinch hit and got a couple hits. I agree. Here. Like I, I think he did all right in this thing. I, I
1: have a comment, but I I don't I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil the end until we're ready for, for that. Okay,
0: yeah, we can go back. We can come back to it. We yeah, but I, I I also love him in Kirby Enthusiasm. I think he's great in Kirby Enthusiasm. I don't. This, this is Irving Schwimmer is Dad. I don't dislike him. I've
1: actually seen him in some serious roles, and I thought he was incredibly yeah. good. Like mm. I, I don't think he's a bad actor at all. I just. I don't know, man. In this time period, too, that dumb mustache, the dumb it just, mustache like, it just kind top. of threw me off. Like This I is know. the heart of Friends, It's, a, right? it's the yeah. same thing with Josh Jackson. It's the same thing. It's kind of threw me. I
0: was like, well, that, No. Okay. So like I made the jo- Joshua Jackson comment early. I'll, I'll fully flesh out and explain myself it just screamed of stunt casting yeah. of of Dawson's Creek he's um, hot right you now know, he, this is your this is like the high school buddy we all know him we recognize him from Mighty Ducks and yeah. Dawson's Creek and he's hot right now yeah. and this is like yeah. this is what the people will yeah. like you know swimmer and too same oh, thing He's on friends i, I, mean, I got to
2: say Dude. this is D three, Scream two, App Pupil, Urban Legend, Cruel oh, Intentions. so
0: Scream two is before this because he he plays essentially the same thing as yeah. Scream two, except in film. Same school. year, both ninety eight. Urban Legend, he's in. Yeah, and Urban Legend. Yeah. And what was the last one?
2: Uh, cruel Intentions.
0: Yeah, so yeah. they're effectively shoving him down our throats. At this point. I
2: love yeah. it. I, I I wanted more of it in nineteen ninety eight through two
0: thousand and twenty three. We're also
1: uh, in this house. We're a big uh, a fan of Fringe. Yeah. he was in Fringe. I like that show. Yeah. Well, we yeah. like him in that. Like, oh, he's in that he's good. Yeah, we, he's good. And he was, yeah. He's he was in the affair. When's you know. the skulls?
0: He's in the skulls. Oh, oh the skulls. great one. The skulls. Yeah, yeah, he was in some good ones. That's so. probably that's
2: probably like two thousand. That's, that's right. That's right, yeah. At, yeah. right so after. It's it's yeah. He's uh. It's cruel intentions. Then a couple. Then two years later, the scrawl skulls. The skulls. The scrawl. Sorry. <laughs> He's in Ocean's Eleven as Joshua Jackson. And then, I mean, Dawson's Creek started in 98. So, 98, he had Spring oh, 2. Uh, yeah, and Dawson's then, Creek this is starts same. this year. This yeah. Is the, this is, yeah, this is... Oh, it's this a is big year, year for him. Yeah, huge year for him. And he just...
0: Uh, D3 just ended. Well, Grant so. will tell you who my favorite character in The Mighty Ducks is. It's... It's the opposing coach, of course. You so know.
1: Oh, he's great! Yeah, yeah. It's not
0: worth winning if you can't win big. Yeah, that's right. One thing—it's you know, odd to talk about the beginning of the movie this late into the discussion. One thing that I really kind of loved about the vibe of the book was is how it starts out on the sunny day. and yes. It's this kid yep. on the bike, they're with the describing hair. him walking down the he's sidewalk, got a big smile and, on yeah. his yeah, face, feel so feel proud the air. of himself. It's mm. all this is like. All right, they're they're building us up for the next big Stephen mm. King. Uh, protagonist youth, you know, right. it's going to be this. And, and you know, I, I understand why the movie started the way it did, because you do have to explain some things to the audience, but with a lot of that exposition they ran us through, and the one month later stuff, right. we lose a little bit of the spirit of, of the turn. And, yeah. like, this kid is now, like, He's blackmailing this old guy, this poor old guy. And I'm like, wait, the old guy's a yeah. Nazi? Wait, what is? Go- what, yeah. Who am I rooting yeah. for here? This is he's just guys- throwing
2: swastikas on yeah. his like homework in class. Like, it's, it's so ve- rushed. It's so rushed. Well,
0: it's
1: also very much a, uh, a, 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 yeah, a bang out studio movie. All right, we got to get this thing out. We gotta, we gotta have, make it a hit. Get some people in there. Like, yeah. it screamed that to me the entire time I'm watching it. I'm like, this is just a cookie cutter studio movie yeah. that they. Fucked up. And and I think they've done that a lot with Stephen King material. I yeah. think
0: they've they've just tried to bang it out. Throw Stephen King's name on it. Right. Yeah. Throw yeah. a couple notable actors. We'll give it to a competent director. Yeah. Run it out there. Yeah.
2: Right. Right yeah. after the usual suspects. Brian Singer probably grabbed this. And yeah. he used, yeah.
1: The nuance of Todd being able to turn on the charm and then his turn to just pure fucking evil. Like right. the, the whole point is that like he, They are, there's a kinship between the two of these yeah, people. They run they, parallel. They are very <clears throat> similar animals. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this kid can change from one to the other, they, that they've, they, it was missed yes, completely in this movie. They mm-hmm. could not capture it. No, They, oh, they did not capture it. And Todd's a, you know, with Dusander kind of coming
2: out of it because it's the same trajectory, like opposite and they just never show Todd's like it's just like oh he's interested in this from class not
1: like yeah. why his obsession is coming to justify well, Joe I think you made a good point where like he he kind of only shows you the like this kid's kind of evil in the movie that's that's more right. just right from the get go that's kind of what they show where because- we're in the in the source material you kind of Realize that he he's both he can turn on this other exactly. thing.
2: Exactly. Like, the, the, the nuance, like yeah. where he can exist like, in the world. and Nobody you, will suspect that this kid then, is doing this. Because yeah. when the detective finally does suspect him, you like react to it. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh my oh. God. Like, like somebody's, somebody's seen through it.
0: The yeah. kid was creepy. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah, that scene. Yeah, yeah. And how bad is that scene in the movie? Oh. You think we'll, go, think we'll go back and interview him again? Nah. Nah. Cut the end of scenes. like, What? Like what? Yeah, like just so. D- I did like bad. my guy. Did you recognize the uh, the detective there? What he? What? what yeah. Movie what he's is from? He fucking from a movie things. we covered this year what on BBC. Miles Dyson. She's gonna kill him. Terminator Two. He's uh Oh, that's I couldn't do it. Was, Miles Dyson. Kieran, She's gonna it was kill driving him. Me, yeah. Driving me nuts because I can
1: picture him dying in the yeah, movie, yeah. Oh, but I couldn't picture what movie it was. Great death scene. But I hated that.
2: They interviewed him together and didn't have like the talk. Like it was just like no, no, we're moving on.
0: Like it was such bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it was such bullshit. <laughs> uh, here's another major issue I had with with the the movie and the decisions they made within the movie is is that they basically put most, if not all, of the burden on DeSantis. Yes, yeah, yeah. and 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 totally exonerated. Todd, really upsetting from the a couple angles. One, the murder of the homeless guy was first of all he was locked in the basement. I'm not exactly sure why.
3: Yeah. Um.
0: Second, they kind of gave him this like self defense thing. Yeah. Where yeah. he had to like he had to fight him off because right. the guy was coming at him. Yes. Right. That totally misses the point of the character and yeah, the yep. point yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah. they they wanted there to be a body count. They needed him to one. kill someone, right. but he killed right. someone in self-defense. Yep, right. it's a you cop
2: know, out. It's a the home. It's all a cop out with Todd. They don't commit to him.
1: Yeah, uh, by because by the and end, that's end of, not by the end Of it when when Schwimmer is kind of being like, I like, I know. Well, like, what do you really know that 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 this kid knew that he Lie was lied to his parents? Because that's, I mean, that's not the end of the world. I right. mean, it's probably um, not great. I, but... I, I
0: have this as a huge nitpick, right. And I
1: mean, let's it, just talk about like, it. Is and I hate this. I hate to. I, I, You're right. Just say it. You're I just right. hate to go back to the book, but like in the book, he, the kid is actually a serial killer. Like, right. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Because in the book, the scene where Todd goes to the hospital, see him.
3: And
0: <laughs> Fuck he, it. We're going into the book, guys. All right. Sorry, right sorry. So all right. No, we'll, we're going to, let, let's, let's hold up all one right. second before we go all fully right. into that, because I just want to talk about the end of the movie first in this. And, okay. and cause you, Chris, you already, you already kind of went there with it. The
2: worst dribbling in the history of movies.
0: <laughs> Although I don't, I don't mind the scene with the, the pigeon. Really, I, I thought it was a nice translation of the Wait, bike and the blue jay.
2: Everything before the pigeon, you don't mind, or just the pigeon piece? The whole that
0: whole scene, I didn't hate.
2: Oh, yeah, it was the worst I...
0: basketball I've ever seen in my. All entire right, life. well, no, the basketball sucked, but of that was the whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the killing of the bird is the important part of the scene and yeah and that the, part the, was the switch fine. they made from the bike to the yeah, basketball it was fine. I thought the basketball is more cinematic than yeah than no the it worked yeah. it worked yes his basketball wasn't good well as like said we're gonna get the athletics done in the nitpick zone well, you said you like that scene I just want to make sure so what Chris you were saying about the the ending there with with Schwimmer you know it, is it it's really not that big of a stretch to be like I read books to this guy I was failing in class right, right. I said you know Mister I, I've really been helping you out and and one of the reasons that I Exactly. You know, that uh, my grades are failing because I'm spending a lot of time here. I enjoy my time reading, you know, Tom you need Jones. To help me out here. Tom right. Jones to you, by the way. Tom right. Jones. Uh, a of course. Connection there. I, I can't tell my parents they'll kill yeah, me. Help me out here. Would you mind pretending to be my grandpa and trying to get this guy off my back for a little right. bit? Right. You know, it was a shitty thing for me to do. I shouldn't have done it. I didn't realize this guy was a fucking Nazi. Right. But uh, I graduated anyway. Yeah. So fuck and you. I graduated. So, you know, can you cut me a break and leave me alone? Okay. If you really have to tell my parents. Right. Exactly that, that he impersonated my grandfather. Great, they'll ground me for my summer or whatever. Like, there's
2: no stakes with uh, it. Wh-
0: yeah, yeah like, that, what,
1: that's what I'm. I'm wondering, like, what does Schwimmer? What does Schwimmer think he has on him?
2: That he knew he was a Nazi and like, it, well, I, and lied.
0: Know, I, I'm guessing maybe Schwimmer's just overplaying his hand in the sense that you know I don't like that this kid lied to me and made yeah. a fool of me, so I'm going to get him in trouble with his parents. Maybe yeah. and so maybe the stakes are even low on Schwimmer's end. That, right.
1: Well, that's what Joe. I mean, Joey's saying that. Like, yeah, they, 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 it's ridiculous. Like, yeah,
0: and that's the final scene. You know. Swish into <laughs>
1: well. I mean, I, I, get, I think in the movie they're trying to show like oh, Joey's doing the best that this kid is really evil,
2: man. Least <laughs> so I'm intimidating you by like
1: poorly bouncing a ball. Well, I, I actually kind of like the 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 part where he's kind of screamed
0: at it. He's like, "You're gonna fucking have to." Like, yeah, yeah I no, like his, that. Like, his his level spiking was was good.
3: Yeah. I thought it was good. His that was the best. Yeah. And his his I'm yeah. getting
0: angry and and that's the part of the the performance that I enjoyed is that he did the dull, dopey. Southern Californian uh, okay, with his mouth, mouth ha- half yeah. open, into the the angsty like F bomb, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know I, I thought he did that switch okay. He, yeah. I didn't the problem is that I didn't get the apt pupil. I didn't get the intelligence out of that him. He right. didn't strike me as an intelligence he struck me as more autistic than anything else. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that that Brad Renfro is this is this um this rising star, you know, who's this Wonderful theater actor, as Artie would say. Um, I don't know uh,
2: where this guy came from. He must be a wonderful theater yeah. actor. I
0: mean, he's he's no uh, he's no River Phoenix. No, 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 certainly no. not. No. Okay, certainly not. From a, from another uh, property within the same collection than yeah. a movie we covered a couple years ago. But I think he's fine for the role in this extremely limited movie. For half that half was of it. that's basically where I was at. With he him. could he could
2: sort of do half of what they asked him to do.
0: I think I think you were thinking they asked more of him than than they really did. They
2: needed to be him to be a believable uh, character. Uh, I, I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, Joe. Uh,
1: th- where I where I'm gonna push back is that I don't think he, it's his fault per se. I think it's the material's fault, and he did what he was asked to do. I uh, I actually don't think he did a bad job with what I think he probably was asked to do.
2: Just what's in the movie, I think, well, is yeah, not well, good. But
0: if you didn't read, if you didn't I, read I the book, that. yeah. If you didn't read, he the, did the darkness good. The rest for, of, forget about the actor. Yeah, let's talk about the script. Trash. If okay, but let's get to the yeah. question first. <laughs> I had a question at hand here: If you didn't read the, the source material and you just saw the movie, what is this character like? And and forget about that. Seeing the movie, you just saw the script. Right. So you didn't see the performance. You saw the script. What is this character? Who is this character? What is the point of this character? Nobody knows. If you read the, the book, you know. Right. You know exactly what they're going. Yeah. yeah, for. yeah, yeah. But when you see the script, like you just said, nobody knows. No. And, you know, maybe there were things cut. Maybe they changed things last minute. I know the production for this went a little longer than yeah. expected. Um, there were delays. Uh, you know, I don't know. But uh, essentially, we have a kid who's, I think he was skipped a grade. They said he's a six. he's yeah. a 16-year-old yeah. senior. So he's yeah. probably a young kid who skipped a grade. Um, who he's an athlete, basketball. He only plays in gym class, Joe. So that might just be a passion and not an actual skill. Yeah. Baseball is where he makes his bones. They say that in the in the in the thing, we'll be nitpicks there there as well. Okay, good. <laughs> um, he's a, apparently a very good student, and he has a lot of money. You know, that's basically what we get out of it. So I don't know that what Brad Renfro does is too far off. From it's, but it's nothing because what Ian
2: Mc, Ian McKellen had the same terrible script and he was fantastic.
0: Yeah, but he said himself he doesn't think this character was all that deep. What they right. asked him to do, but he
2: made it something. Brad yeah. Renfro yeah, yeah. was just kind of dark on one side and then mailed it in the other side. So if you're not asked to do a lot and still botch half of it, you didn't do a good job.
0: Yeah, Well, one's a one is a you know an Academy Award winning actor and one is a fourteen year old. Heartthrob, who, right? <laughs> but he was the he was the main. Anything f- more than but he's than the Disney main movie. face on the poster. Yeah, so yeah. he well, sh- the, he
2: should be expected to do more than just
0: half-ass I, the script. I think they did expect him to do more, and I, I think he fell a little short from what they were looking yeah. at him. Let's tackle let's tackle the, the meat and bones here, the of the right. ending. Oh, did you?
1: okay, before the ending. Oh,
0: yeah, well, of the of the book. So if if well, you, uh, of the
1: stuff that we haven't covered, which are yes. So if,
0: if you want to d- tackle the the novella. Without you know, this is where sp- full spoilers are yeah. coming all out. We're not holding back anymore. We're we're getting into it.
1: So we're, if we're going full spoiler here, the two characters separately end up murdering a bunch of people,
0: like oh, quite a few, yeah, which
1: is very important to yep. the story. Big and like, body count. And I, I I get in a movie you can't possibly cover everything that's in in a book. I I completely understand that. I feel like some of this stuff was vital to w-
3: yeah, explaining
2: so one the
1: trajectory of, the, of this, these characters. One of the most important pieces in the book
2: is when, after the heart attack, when Doosander says, like, how to, you know, he, I forget exactly oh. what he says, but he pretty much says, and in the hospital, Todd's like, why'd you say He's like, because I've been reading the news past the first two pages.
1: Like, I know that's you. But in the Can you, uh, guys, can you imagine that scene? If uh, capable people Pulled off right. that scene, unbelievable! Yeah. Oh my, that would have been the chilling. scene of the movie, right? Like,
2: yeah. and now in this, it's just, well, how did it feel? Because you saw a guy dead, and then you had to hit him with the like. It was well, because
1: he, well, he he killed a guy, but it was because, a useless scene. Now he asked, Be, because he, he, he asked, asked him to bury him, at the right? Right, but, the, well, how it felt.
2: Yeah, right. instead of just this like deep, like I know you have killed these people. I know between
0: us, we have killed thirteen human yeah, beings. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I love in the book how. When he calls him over to help, he has the heart attack, calls him over to help. Todd is just, he's just so inconvenienced. Yes. It's yeah. just like, oh, what have you done? What is this? Blood and dead butt. Like, exactly. It's it's not, its not even like a human life. No, nope. It's not at yeah, all. Yeah. It's just like, it's a its a mess that he has to Again, clean up. Because it's spilled it's soda. It, in the book, yeah. Todd is killing homeless people and Descender is
1: also killing homeless yes, people separately. separately. So when he gets there, he's like, he doesn't care about the dead right. homeless person. He's like, what? Why are you pulling me into of this? Like, right. now yeah. I have to clean up your mess. In, you in know, the like.
2: book, it's it, they both have nightmares separately. And then Dusander, you know, he first starts wearing the SS uniform. Then that's not enough. Then it's the cats. Then yeah. it's the dogs. Then it's the homeless guys. They fully parallel. The right. violence so is parallel. actually
1: helping their nightmares. It's right. making them go yeah. away. Exactly. Which they are, again, puts them... They are similar. They are the it's same. Parallel. Animal. The yeah. animal. 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 The <laughs> fuck is that? That's my French my French coming up. Animal. You know, but like Todd starting with you know the first guy stabs 37 times.
2: Then it's the bludgeoning. And then stab again. Yeah. bludgeoning. like it's the evolution to of quell course. the nightmares. Yeah.
0: And now it's just
2: one guy who won't die like cartoony like.
0: <laughs> yeah, just hitting him with the shovel. Yeah. And yeah the real and you know, the locking him in the basement with the it just it was just so odd to me and and I, I don't get the ending of this movie. What are we supposed to, what are we left with? Where what is what are we supposed to think is next for Todd? Well, I think like, I think I think what they're going for is that Descenders
1: has killed himself, which he does in also in the book. Right. So that that yeah. tracks. And I liked the different way of doing it, but it yeah, worked. Yeah, it's fine. He, what are, what he he, gave, I guess he blew into the hose? Himself in air
0: embolism. An air yeah, so he. Put, yeah. They, they got yeah. a little more mileage out of it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, but it worked. worked.
1: It worked. It's like, fine. I had no problem with it. So he, Descender, kills himself. And I think in the movie, what they're trying to portray is that like, now we have Todd. He's he's passed the Descender's passed the torch. This kid is now evil, and he's like he says to Swimmer, "I'm better at this than you." Like you know, he got away with it.
0: But, and I guess the rim, cool. is the circle on his face, and the circle continues. But yeah, do we have? We right. don't have yeah. any evidence. Todd, Todd has killed one person and he's done it out of self-defense, right. and he got away with it. Or we left as an audience to think that he is going to grow up to be a murderer. Is no, that what the? No, no, no. I know. I'm guessing. Know. I'm guessing that's what they were trying to do with the circle in the face. Yeah, and I guess
1: the, he's supposed to take over for a Descender. I don't know. It, it's terrible. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it really it. bad.
0: It, it's stakeless and makes no sense. He, he,
1: I mean, talk about like a castration of oh, a story. Is a oh total my god! Castration. I mean, he really just took. Every, all of the unbelievable energy yeah. out of the original story yep. and just destroyed it. Just I mean, ripped the heart out of it. Yeah, uh, it's really disappointing. Castration
0: is the right word. Yes, uh, and I, you know, I looked up like, man, what did like Columbine just happen or something? And they had no, to change it. And I go, no, it had, Columbine no. didn't hadn't even happened yet. No, yeah, no, no.
1: And
2: something the book does that's so interesting is Todd's just hatred of the homeless love people. it I love yeah it. it's so he's like It's disgust It's he's winos it's he's distanced distanced dirty he can't yeah. see yeah. it Bums. he
1: can't see it without
2: seething yes
3: yep.
1: remember he sees this Descender in, in a similar yes. way he's disgusted by his drinking He's drinking his
3: clothing the
1: smell of the cigarette judgment harsh yeah. judgment and the fact that they missed an opportunity to like Shoot David Schwimmer in the fucking head. <laughs> like, dude, i that would have- That movie would have been a fucking 10 out of 10 if they had just. Yeah, blown Schwimmer's brains out right in front of us all. The like, Todd
0: never touches a gun in this.
1: I know. Yeah. I didn't
0: have to do much more than that. I you could have was just waiting. Had him shoot David that's Schwimmer, it. and, and end the, the ending.
1: I was waiting for a hard cut to his hand, like reaching for a gun. I agree.
0: And first. it never came, I and know. I'm like, what is happening right now? And then he finally makes his first basketball shot of the movie. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause laughs>
2: that's the thing. I was like, all right, it's going to end with him shooting him. Like at least in this character, we're
1: seeing him fully devolved. Yeah. I yeah. found myself watching the credits roll and being like, "Is I there intense?" I stood there for a second and be like, "What is that? That it, that's how it, that's right, it's it." Really bad. It's, really, it's really bad. The ending really. I mean, even objectively, like like let's say you're a person who didn't know the story. Oh, man, I still think it's really bad. Because no, 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 no. What are, it doesn't make any sense? Like, the, what what are, is it? What did I sit through? What What were you trying why, to say? Why because did what did I, Why did I watch this? Because like, when French is like,
2: "Look, he's a Nazi." Kieran, everything you said, yeah, I read to him. He can't see. Yeah, he was I'm, old. How would I know yeah. he's a fucking
1: Nazi swimmer? Yeah, shit, fucking swimmer, dumb fuck. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, it, it
2: makes no yeah. sense. It just, like, yeah. And then he basically he's so
1: like, sh- I'm going to tell everybody you diddled me. So get out of here, you <laughs> fuck. It's like, <laughs> right. really? You got that- the mustache and everything. <laughs> yeah. But like, Todd could have, all. if Todd was just like, yeah, I, I lied to
2: you. I graduated high school. I have my diploma. What are you going to do? Yeah,
0: like I got the grades. I didn't cheat. I got the grades anyway. Just very, very odd. Um, so I, I, I full castration. You can Perfect see why way. they did it. Is they didn't want people leaving bummed out, you know? And they. Oh yeah, no, no. It's a study. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. they were like,
1: uh, uh, an audience isn't gonna like that. No, don't you can't kill David Schwimmer. He's a friend. Like, right. yeah, he's one you of know? the friends. He's one of the friends. Yeah, you know. Oh, let's, every step of the way. I could I could see the decision making yep. in yeah. this movie. You're 100% right. the, the one thing it was they, about money and it was about popularity and, like, and let's uh, get this movie. Uh,
0: what is uh, 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 focus groups? Yes, yeah, All the yeah, focus yeah, groups. Yeah, dude. Now, um, one thing that I think they handled real well on, in that same ilk was the cat situation. Yes, um, because the, we do we do we are told that he kills cats. Yes, he doesn't doesn't show him killing the one that he catches but they show the missing yeah. sign yeah, no, they do yeah, smell yeah, and uh, right. yeah so we know they, that he's killing cats
2: And but that also shows that they're able to sh- t- explain things without talking about everything they're able yeah. to let the
0: viewer do something and that's the only time they let the viewer work I don't think it makes much or it serves much of a purpose to have Dusander killing the animals and the homeless people and not having Todd do it till the end Like it just doesn't doesn't make sense yeah there's no parallel there. That's just like what, like, what are right, he wo- He awoke the monster in the sky by having him wear the uniform and tell the story. Right. Just then-
1: think about if this movie's at half an hour longer oh, and man. they actually show, um, like, even if it's a fucking montage of like Descender killing homeless people, Todd killing homeless people. Just if, if you just incorporate that in, right? Then and then at the end, you can incorporate that, like, dude, you're caught and. He has nothing left to, left to lose and bang, he does what he does. Just if you do that, the movie is probably like, people are like, holy shit, yep. this movie is incredible. You know, yeah. like, I, I, they,
0: they could have, I just don't, I don't know why they bothered to make this movie, quite <laughs> frankly. True. The way they did, yeah. agree. Yeah. And, and it was a, a movie they tried to make in the 80s twice, I think in the early 80s yeah. and, and then in the, I late think in the 80s. early 80s,
1: I mean, I think in the 80s, this, I don't think people can handle. I, I, this is a pretty heavy, heavy
0: material. Yeah, King apparently said that the second one that they put, they were putting together in like '89, I think. He said was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah guess The he got to one see he, the script. For yeah, it. but I think that someone involved passed away, and then they just it was it. a weird. Th- I don't. Was yeah. that what it, I knew? There was like a yeah, thing. One of the actors it just fell apart yeah. after that. Chris, you add a half hour to this movie and then have the same ending. It still sucks. I agree. You have to. You have to. But I the agree. ending is the point of the movie, and if you. Don't have a, if you don't land the pl- if you don't have a point. What no. is the point of this yeah, movie? Yeah, There's no yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. The book clearly has a point. The movie doesn't. No. The book is the the making of a murderer, the making mm-hmm. of a serial killer. Yeah. And um and it's done through the descending spirit of a of a of a previous monster. You know, yeah. and he wakes the demons in that and kind of um absorbs them almost. Yeah. yeah. Now the so, ending so ending of the book, Chris, what, how did this one hit you here?
1: It, dude, it actively like like damaged my soul like it was really <laughs> shocking it yeah was, it let's was, let's
0: it, spoil it for the people what, what happens in the end
1: <laughs> long story short uh mr french the david schwimmer character uh comes to his house same as the movie and basically says i figured out that that wasn't your grandfather i know who this is and basically he's going to be found out like <laughs> people are going to find out that he's involved and in what
0: the what preludes this too is that the two police officers right the oh, one in and, right. and yeah, they yeah, yeah. they they have him figured
1: out yes. they so the, the, they know he's lying and, and the, then the homeless guy know helps that he's involved that he went and destroyed the letter and that he's and then the other cops involved. with
2: the homeless guy yeah. points out that that's the guy who's been take homeless guys have been leaving with Right. Yeah. so they he's, know everything he's all
0: found out right. and right. and right. And, yeah, yeah. and french French's involvement will clinch it for everyone. Yes, it'll yeah, it'll yeah. put all the things together and yeah. Todd will be. That right. is the ceiling so, of other homeless everything. people
1: have witnessed him leaving with these homeless people. So like now everything. he's
0: going to be pinned for screwed.
1: multiple murders and knowing the cinder and the whole thing is going to blow up in his fucking face. Yeah. And he grabs a fucking shotgun and basically fucking shoots Doctor or Mr. French in the head, right? Yep. Like, yeah, he has right to head? shoot
0: him three times yep. think, and, then, and then scoffs himself. Hey. Died pretty hard for a guidance counselor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's it. That's and, where it ends.
0: Right? Like, well, no. no, it doesn't. No, it ends a couple hours it? later. <laughs> well, he goes up to the,
3: the hill. bridge,
2: We're overlooking where he keeps going and pretending oh, to shoot
0: people. And he has right. a shootout with the cops for that's a couple right. hours. And, and, well, yeah, but he goes up during rush hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they're stopped in traffic. Yeah. And he's sniping people.
2: And then in gets the in, traffic jam. Yeah, then gets in a shoot, dies in a shootout with cops yeah, after yeah. killing God knows how many people. And they say it, six hours. Yeah,
0: took him six hours to cut him down. So you got to figure he's killed dozens of people at Who knows? Point. Yeah, Yeah, as many bullets as he has, that's how many so people, people just sitting killed. in their
2: cars in traffic. And he's just, and nobody could get out. He just, just trapped people.
0: Bone chilling stuff. Oh uh, my God. Unbelievable ending. Upsetting is all fuck, but unbelievable and you know, and one of the areas where it's so well written is is that as he's starting to kind of realize heaving Todd starting to realize that the cops are figuring him out and he's you the know the yeah. whole college thing isn't gonna happen and He's yeah, like getting he, blow, this,
1: what is he blows the phone call, right? the, the phone call question. The phone right? locks, is, yeah. Is, and
0: is, he yeah, leads
2: yeah, yeah, them yeah. and he realizes he led them and that it's easily trackable. And they, they can
1: figure out who his calls.
2: Yes, him. they yeah.
0: told them that, that Deuce Sander was getting these phone calls. And he like and went with it. And they know that he didn't get any phone calls. They just yeah. called the phone company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He and realized he, they tricked him Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that he fell for and it. And he's getting these dull headaches. And yep. he's like, you know, ah, I just keep thinking about my spot up on the... On the hill the there time. overlooking the, the freeway. And and he, you can see him kind of just no longer care about the future and now just wanting to just, yeah. just kill. Well, he
2: realized there is um, no future, so he's going out the way he's been yeah. hoping for for the whole time. He's the whole time, anytime like sliding convenience, he's like, there's the gun, there's the spot. He had the tree. Yeah. And now it was there. He realized there was no other outlet, so that's the way he's going out. And
0: then shows up at almost the quote unquote perfect time. Yes. Or most imperfect time for, for rubber Red. But that's when he realizes he
2: has no other option.
0: Like there yeah, is no choice. It's it's very dark and very cold and really, really well written. I mean, just you get into it. Um the to me, the most disturbing scene in the whole thing is is when he's the chapter about his girlfriend. And he's going through yeah. like his relationship yeah. with his girlfriend and about how um each time they um are yeah. are hooking up. He's, He's getting, getting less aroused. Yeah. Less and less aroused yeah, yeah. and he has to imagine like this violence yeah. to to keep it going. And then he, he starts for the first time really in the book gets very anti Semitic. Yes. Like very yeah, darkly yeah, yeah, anti yeah. Semitic. And it's like as a reader, you're like, oh of course. Like right. but he didn't they didn't show you that yet. No. You yeah, know, you yeah. just kinda of only left to assume that you know, he was on the Nazi side the whole time. He, uh, they, he's more well. He's, no,
1: in the book, he he hates the cinder. So, like, you'd think he was like he almost like hated him because he was a Nazi. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. and
0: it, you don't. They don't tell you while he's listening to the stories that no. he's like. Other than he's obsessed with the murders, that but you, that he's. I, I thought it was but the that's killing like, part. Oh wow, this this guy, he's yeah. kind of a little little neo-Nazi himself. Right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah because, that was, because I was, I thought it was the, the murder part. But then that at that point, I was like, oh shit, I didn't even see this coming. It hits
0: you, yeah. A a great technique that Stephen King uses is that he'll start a chapter with a random ass character you've never heard of before. What the fuck is this guy? Like the guy that falls off the roof. Yeah, Yeah. right. 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 And that's a that's a classic Stephen King tactic. And as a reader, you are like, oh, come on, give me back to the to the homeless people. But it all it it ties in. It ties in and it makes it and and that's just just great character development. Great, you know. Uh,
1: That being said, in the movie, I think they. That's fine that they cut that out and they made of course th- they did that actually I think I agree. they did a good job of cutting that part out and just making this guy the, his, you knew exactly what his it hospital was. mate yep. is a, a, a survivor they told
2: that and, story yeah. as cleanly as they yeah, could yeah that. That, I agree yeah.
0: that was really the
2: only they made some part. okay choices I, I didn't here we and there. didn't need the, we didn't need his wife we didn't nah, need all that, that stuff in there we didn't it's know, great in the book but you don't need right hundred percent it it I agree
0: yeah that was really the only part of the third act that I I really thought was good. Other than the, what we mentioned before with uh, the safety deposit box right. stuff, those was, exchanges yeah, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, were yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah. But as a whole, man, I, I thought that the the first act was kind of just just transcribed exposition, trying to set up yeah. the book the best he could. Yeah. The third act was a, an unmitigated disaster. The second act is where the movie was at its strongest. Yeah, exactly. and McKellen um, was just firing yeah, and, on all yeah. cylinders, and McKellen yeah. carried it. Yep. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, his back must have been tight after this yeah.
0: Joe, uh, Joey some other um, moment we, we're gonna we're gonna get to the awards and and, yeah, and yeah. bit now but um, Joey some of your favorite parts of the book
2: um, uh, honestly the 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 whole thing about when the safety deposit box is I think that's one of the best written things I've ever read mm-hmm. Um. The perspective shifts in the book, I think, are so smart because it's it's always about power, right? Like Todd's power over Dusander and then now Dusander trying to balance it out, then Dusander getting the upper hand, like that back and forth. Was done just so brilliantly in the book that it was hard to put the book down at points, which is such a stupid thing to fucking say. Yeah. Right. But, but, oh, but it really?
0: But it is. Really, no, it, yeah. it's it's yeah. paced it's paced on a rocket, man, and yeah. it keep it sucks you. Yeah. Chris, you're saying you're having nightmares yourself about yeah, it. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It consumes you. The yeah. story consumes and, you.
2: And the way they just move it along, where it's just like, all right, now it's this month, this time later, and they fill in the blanks like you know what happened in those like four months in the thirty seconds.
0: The parents in the book are so strong. They are Monica Baby, Todd Baby. Um, And then his his inner his disdain for his mom by the end is so heartbreaking and so. Listen, Dick is troubled. Right. Like he's clearly,
2: he's troubled. You could see him. He's like a, he's his son without like a full sociopathy. The mom is just a lovely woman trying her best, and she just hurt how the disdain hurts my feelings. Like, yeah, I'm sad for
0: her. I know the this. I mean, I, I read it the first time a few years ago, but for this time around, I did the book on tape. Chris, I think you did um half and half, right? You read yeah, the first yeah, half, did yeah. the book yeah. on tape.
1: I, I, when I the way I, when I, uh, I work, I'm traveling a lot and I'm I'm doing things on my own, so it's just I can. It's more efficient if I just listen. That makes (laughs) sense, yeah.
0: I I drove up to upstate uh, a couple weeks ago and basically did it ride up, ride down, solo drive. Um, But, you know, you're you're driving for two, two and a half hours, listening to this thing. Then you get out and, you know, my friends are there. It's a dark hike. We're going on a a hike. hike. It's like, I got to socialize now. I (laughs) (laughs) I got Todd Bowden and and Doosander in my brain. Doosander! Doosander! Todd having great (laughs) fantasies. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Okay, well, that is actually... I, I hate to say this, and that's one of my favorite parts of the book. Only because the dream, the yeah. dream yeah. of uh, and
2: the evolution you know, of the dream. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it just it describes how he's descending into yep. this world. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and and how it's affecting him, and even even how they describe how he's physically yep. deteriorating. Like oh, it's so just, good. You're right. It really uh, painted the picture for me. I could see it. Like oh wow, this kid is really being like he's he's he being sucked into this evil this straight up evil you know and and it's of his own making he he's choosing to do this uh but it uh, that that dream sequence it, it, it was really yeah. well written and, and yeah disturbing yeah, no, yeah for sure
0: very much so from that same sort of section to where it kind of really, the book really starts to kind that's of where hit it turns. me that's yes. yeah. where it hits me in I the stomach like that's also on top of that is when his grades start to go yep. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something so unsettling about that. It it's it seems very simple. It seems but when you have this kid who's like the top of his class and all of a sudden he's well, like his quite highest realistic. grade is a C. Right. It, it is, yeah, but yeah. it's the way that he's like processing the grades and he's getting like he's getting aggravated and annoyed and yeah. he's looking to blame like it's 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 delivered in such a way that it shakes the reader a it's little bit. It's very more. it's like yeah. a simple it's like a benign
2: thing that's yeah. so upsetting.
1: Yeah. And and it's funny too that, that he's hitting this guy Stephen King, this guy, this fucking quite, guy, quite the writer. Um, he is hitting on things that, like, in 2023, we're now very aware of yep. mm. that that this is how it looks in kids when things are going wrong yep. for them. But man, he was doing he was writing this in in the 80s, like so ahead like, of time, crazy. Yep. You know, he really intuitively it really is.
2: realizing this, like yeah. the relationships and how like parent stuff affects you. Oh. One of the things I think that the book. And I, French is the one who points it out and it goes through is how Jusander never calls Todd Todd. It's always boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. And when Todd's like, when French is like working through why the whole interaction bothered him and then he realized that's why, but then he doesn't, you know, Until then we don't see him for four more years, like, but it's still stuck with him. Like, that's
0: why it was memorable. Yeah. I think it's a very smart thing to show relationships. One thing I wanted to bring into light about Stephen King and how he wrote these and basically where they place, and these being the novellas in different seasons. And I might have brought this up on our Stand By Me episode, but I'll I'll do it again for um, contemporary purposes. Essentially, these are three of his earliest works when he's starting. So his first three novels, or at least, okay, on this three-novel stretch, he did Salem's Lot into uh, The Shining into um, The Dead Zone. Oh, wow. Basically what these, these novels were or these novellas were, is is that they were breaks while he was writing the novel. Yeah. So okay. he was writing the novel and he needed to clear his thoughts and break off. And he's like, let me just write a little story on the side as kind of a way to I'll distract him that and then I'll go back. So the companion pieces that they were, as this is in the afterword, the body is the oldest story here, which is the body people know as Stand By Me. That was uh, written alongside Salem's Lot, oh, which okay. is the, the vampire. But I haven't read that one myself, but I yeah. think they're uh, making that into a movie coming yes. up. Um, Apt Pupil was... Was written alongside The Shining, wow, which is wild. So basically, as he's completing That's The Shining, crazy. he goes into Apt Pupil. Okay, um, that, it, that that tracks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. The other ones there are uh, Shawshank Redemption was uh, right after The Dead Zone, and The Breathing Method was after Firestarter. Cool. So, oh wow, um, yeah, okay. So they were those are the, the companion pieces. Each one, um, and, and this predates it, and. You could see him, you know, kind of working out some of the things he's doing in it. The relationship way.
2: with parents and whatnot, the, like the these, animal torture. Yep. It's just too. Just
0: so yep.
1: wild how he, he, he has uh, developed this universe. It's just all everything that he's done or has been adapted feels has a similar vibe
3: to mm-hmm. it mm.
1: because of his writing, obviously. And that's just so fascinating to me. What what a singular voice! Like mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if anybody else is actually. Ever, I mean, Andy frames like exactly. being
2: the the stock salesman
0: is just like that is good. Cool. Did you get that too? Did you get that little reference in I there did, too? Did, yeah, yeah, Chris. I mean, it, it is wild. I think it's a a little bit of a right place, right time thing. You know, they, yeah. the the seventies into the eighties were the right time for yeah. there to be a uh, a horror writer. You know, who yeah. kind of broke yeah. the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, horror,
1: horror writer, but like, but a, but it a really. A thoughtful, more nuanced version of that,
2: who connects you know? every, like bigger picture too, and
0: in in a time period where books were one of the biggest forms right. of entertainment yeah, as yeah. far as far as um, pop culture goes, at least right. in books the, at least in the yeah. uh, in this century. Right, him and Anne Rice, and that the eighties and the nineties was a big, yeah, big authors big mattered. Yeah. The last thing I want to say before we head to awards is is I love the touch of 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 them figuring him out, you yep. know, and him not being that, him thinking that he could just kill these homeless yeah. people. Yep. In broad daylight and not be <laughs> caught, and that he could boast to he, these two cops and do it, do a shit. and not. He,
1: who's very, I mean, the, the character entitled. is entitled. Like, very entitled. That's, so that's yeah. the whole thing. He's the, he he thinks he's smarter than everybody yep. else. I mean, especially Descender. Although mm. throughout the story, you realize he realizes that he's not. Like by the end of yeah. the book, he's like, he's 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 ahead of me again. Like he, right. he, he's got me. He's one upping me again, like. Yeah, and he's. You he realize by the end that Cinder's a better sociopath than he is, you know? and
0: he's such oh, a God. little shitbird, Todd. That like, at there's points in the i be like, shit, I'm I'm rooting. Why am I rooting for the Nazi? Here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, like, I was like, the, I was like Sanders no, yeah. stop it. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> it's a classic heel versus heel uh matchup. Yeah. Super matchup. heels, super yeah. heels. All right, we've had one foot in, one foot out, but it's time to dive in here. We're headed to the nitpick zone. All right, Joey. I'll let you take off first. You've been uh, you've been chomping at the bit here. I'm, uh, so I'm going to start somewhere a little bit different. How
2: did Todd still end up valedictorian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, that his bad
0: grades were in middle school, right? In, yeah, in the book, in the but book, in, the movie. In, the movie. in the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, uh, we're yeah, right. Yeah, this all happened uh, in three months. Yeah, yeah. How and, is he valedictorian? And in the book, he doesn't even make no. valedictorian. He's a salutatorian. Sal- sal- yeah. He's a salutatorian in the book. Uh, yeah, there's no way. And the, no right. way he can get up there and give that stupid, stupidest stupid Icarus speech ever. <laughs>
3: Icarus is, is is
0: in... We have it in the palm of our hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stupid speech. It's our speech. He shouldn't it. Have been the of yours. Course. Yeah. Stupid. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Well, maybe I'll save it for the awards. I'll save it for the awards. There is there is an element of this movie that did really work for me. Uh, Nitpick Zone. Um, the the best... You, you want to just go in the basketball, Joe? Just get after it.
1: Yeah, please. You've been... It's saying it all day.
0: Because it's the worst basketball that's ever existed now, in the
1: league.
2: movies. Is
0: it, all, is it the dribbling or the well, shooting? Well, the dribbling or both? over
2: his shoulders. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not it's not intimidating to poorly bounce a basketball. What? I was going to ask someone.
1: is it, is it trying to portray like the violent No,
2: it's just bad because he can't oh, do okay. it.
1: Okay. It's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's he doesn't make a shot. It's pathetic. Yeah. Joey's in reenactment of it was like uh, one of those one of those things outside a car dealership where the, the that's what the what? The wacky up, the, waving the wacky waving man, yeah. things that
2: right, would yeah, yeah. dribble a basketball <laughs> in a more intimidating
0: manner no, than is, Pro Froken this is my um, my way delving into it too much explanation for this year which I'm sure you won't be satisfied with but you know I did have to endure your uh, abusive defenses during the Back to the Future yeah. the original nitpick a good movie um, I, I'm not saying that, that this movie belongs in the same sense this is Back to the Future, but uh, I view it as this is a kid who has had all his success on the baseball field, and and is just sucks at basketball, but he's obsessed with it, and he's trying really hard in gym class because he's an accomplished athlete in the baseball field to be good, which is why he's 18 years old or 17 years old and still hasn't figured out the fact that he's not good at basketball um, on Long Island, we deal with a lot of this. Kids who, who get who, who hang on to sports for right. way too long that they're so- not good. Sociopaths at
1: Sociopaths that are bad at basketball. <laughs> <or is that>? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely a lot of people are bad at basketball.
2: Yeah. Um. Yes. But like profoundly bad, and like it's supposed to be intimidating at the end. Well, it's, it's silly. Also, I,
1: I look at it as like. As, you know, somebody who's a sociopath just thinks they're great at everything, so he, yeah. just, he just automatically assumes he's great at this, too. I mean, terrible.
0: Joshua Jackson's even like, well, dude, you you haven't hit a shot all day. Like, Thank really God not, he calls You're really not on... good at this. Thank I was he's... like, come on, Pacey. There is a character in there who calls out on it. <laughs> Pacey. Pacey. All right, let's shift to baseball here, because this is going to kind of destroy my last nitpick about him being good at baseball.
1: He's not good at baseball. <sighs>
0: All right, so we had to get a baseball clip in here. And you know I'm going to hammer this hard and you know I went through it with the fine comb. I'll, I'll step back and not attack him first for throwing like a complete moron, which <laughs> which he does. He Insane. complete, yeah. He uh, can't I, he I, can't throw.
1: I wasn't really I didn't have my sights out. Of he those throws it as
0: well as he dribbles. Yeah. So, okay. but I'm not even going to go after that.
2: I okay. will. It was awful.
0: Um, okay. I'm not I'm not even going to go after his ridiculous uh old school over the head wind-up that no one's used since the 1919 Black Sox scandal um, for <laughs> so the you final did out 84. of the I, I, you know, I mean, maybe there's a couple doing but that. But it's not really a thing in high school at that point. Okay. I don't think that they're I don't think that they're wielding up and doing that All right, and I'm just honest though. I, I would say no. Okay. I would say you know no. You would know better. So. I know Paul Bird was a guy in the 90s and the who, but they called him an old school throwback right. and he did that and it, I think it was big... more of a distraction than a this is yeah. how we throw. This is portrayed as this is we throw. But we are going from the full windup in the last out of the game with whatever sort of title and championships on the line with a runner on first base. Yeah. Why aren't we going from the stretch here? This is the last out of the game with a runner on first base. And you're throwing your hands up and kicking your legs up and to throw this kind of drop elbow sidearm. Which essentially amounts as a slow pitch softball pitch yeah. to this guy that this that this blind kid is going to swing and miss at, and Pacey is going to receive down in the dirt, even though it's supposed to be a strike. Um, just and then there's a runner at first base. Yeah. Terrible. This so, this okay, Brian so, Singer has never played a game no. of baseball in his so
1: life. So what? what
0: <laughs> nor have All I. Ever. So what was supposed to happen? Like what should the they... pitcher goes from the stretch to hold the runner on first base? I see you know when you so quicker. If, if he were to go from the windup the runner can just run and he'd be on second base before you'd even release the ball so he's so when you go from the street,
1: faster is that what you say it's
0: it's not about um throwing faster it's about getting the ball to the plate faster so you'd come you'd come set and then you would do a light, slight lift of yeah, your leg, yeah. and you throw the ball. Yeah, you're home. not
1: going to do give him a notice that you're right, throw. right because right, he'd be he'd
0: be on the base, yeah, and certainly yeah, not like you. the last out of the game. seeing right. like that's like the tying run yeah. or something here. This is it's everyone's like a tell. pumped up. You're not trying to tell him that you're about to throw. Yeah, he it. could yeah, yeah. then it, the way that that Todd's doing it here, the yeah. second that he. Does anything the runner can just go? Yeah. yeah and yeah. now he's thrown his hands up over his head, and he's brought him back gotcha. down, and then he lifts his leg up, and then he throws back. And no one delivers the pitch that way, and no one's anyway. delivered that way since the yeah, 30s, yeah. So, I gotcha, gotcha. uh, yeah. So this, 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 very, this, 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 this g- very
1: dramatic, as and probably trying to be cinematic, but it right, but work. completely shitting doesn't all work. over the
0: the the the, 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 game. the mod, the the common game. fundamentals of the gotcha, game. Yes. All right. There's my uh, baseball nitpick.
1: I, I got a nitpick. I I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but. Guidance counselors don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: they just don't give a
1: fuck. No, n- they did not. They certainly don't give a fuck enough to come to anybody's house for fucking anything. Like, I, I'm I, sorry. Like, there's no way this guy's deducing this and being like, ah, something's going on here. Like, he's just be like, uh, he's one of, yeah, I mean, who would do that? Like the
0: dean of students would probably do that, or yeah. or an individual teacher might,
1: or probably
0: nobody. I would say <laughs> is the answer. In a preppy type
2: of no, town, no. There'd be people who would get involved, but I'm not thinking it's a guidance counselor.
1: It's certainly not the guidance counselor. Probably not make
0: a terrible school.
2: guidance counselor.
1: Yeah. Oh, find no guidance at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at, you know, my high school did not have good guidance counselors. Yeah, either. exactly. But hey, for all those great guidance counselors out there, I hope I'm, you're. Hope you're picking I, again, the right the right kids to go to do. Home I'm calls sure there's
1: some good ones, but mostly they don't give a fuck. I'm well, they sorry.
0: shouldn't be going to kids' houses anyway. That no, they
1: don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck enough to to get shot in the face by a a Nazi loving,
0: yeah, high school kid. Rubber Ed. I, I like the little chapter they do developing his character. Yeah, me too. too you need you need you, need, you to, need, it. need to care a little bit when he gets shot in the end. You know, you gotta like. Because when Even he gets he's duped, duped, you don't give a shit. Yeah, but it, yeah, no. You don't get to give a shit at all when he's no, duped. Absolutely punishes, not. Like, you, so you, want, you want you him to get duped right. in a weird way. This guy, this guy didn't deserve to have "quote unquote" half his face disappear. I like <laughs> King uses that. He's used that a few times. Like someone yeah. gets shot dead, and just like that, half his face disappeared. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. The big the big one we covered a, a bunch there is is like why why wouldn't he just tell the guy's counselor, hey, um, yeah, I read to this old guy. I had him pose my grandpa. I've graduated. Yeah. Get off my property.
3: You know, I like, mean,
1: the biggest one is essentially like, why did they do this? Why did they make this movie? Like, why? <laughs> why did they do it this way? Like, they could have done it any other way.
0: Um, in, in now here in the movie, this is another kind of little nitpick I had here is DeSander essentially poses as the the grandfather without telling Todd, yes. and Todd is surprised when he yeah, goes in. Right, why right. would he take that sort of risk? I mean, in in, yeah, in the he, book, he clearly explains what he's going to do. He gives the background really like information it. on the family. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and they they plot it out and they plan it, right. which is in line with with the character. Like, why would a guy? And what's his motivation
1: of, for it in the movie? Yeah,
0: yeah, and and why would he take that level of risk so, so that the kid would be like, "What if the kid all of a sudden is like, I don't know this guy? Who is this guy?" And like throw him under the bus because right. Todd could have done easily. That. Yeah. And then Todd gets kind of scot free. Be like, oh, this guy's yeah. trying to manipulate me. Well, what if, or, if Todd doesn't? sell the thing on right. like could have gone wrong so many different yeah, ways. yeah like and the, and the guy knows that they're lying you know it just yeah. doesn't seem why would he take that no. element of risk I mean we could be here all day nitpicking this movie to yeah be we don't normally do the Twitter questions for uh, the, the non-best picture movies but I figured this is such an obscure one that I, I kind of just wanted to see if anybody would respond and we did get a couple mostly from uh, mostly some, some friendly fire here uh, okay. we'll start with uh, we'll start with Andrew Korns uh, Andrew Corns got his uh, his Podcast coming out in January, the Revisionist Almanac. Um, looks like Corn snuck two questions in here with two oh, really? accounts. Yes, yeah, so there was <laughs> one from Andrew Corns and one from the Revisionist. And from Almanac. one G-, G mode and one. from... <laughs> uh, no, we didn't get G mode on here, but uh, yeah, you can check that out in January, the Revisionist Almanac. And big Andrew, first guest, I heard. I am the big first guest. Yes, yes, yes. King, 2010, Go going ahead. through 2010. Good year of movies. Andrew Corns asks, "Where do you think Brad Renfro's career would or could have gone if he didn't pass away at such a young age?" Joey obviously doesn't think it would have gone very far. Uh, it seems he would have had a career as the charming, good-looking guy. He would have been on Suits. <laughs> yeah, like a USA Network show. I can yeah, see yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. He um, would have
2: landed like a long TV show yeah, and done well. Like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, he was so, he was such in and out of jail the last four years yeah. of his life that it's, you know, he didn't really have much of an adult career as it was. You can't I think, really count what he, he did. It bullies, would have to be. 2001, he's 2001, he's 19. I don't think he does too much after that. So, tough to say. I, I, I saw the makings of a decent enough actor in there. He would have had a career as, like, character actor, TV show yeah. guy. Like,
2: yeah. he would he would have done, he would have been around. He's good looking and charming. Like, he'll right. be fine. Exactly. It, it seems uh,
0: that...
1: Like, like me, Joey, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll be fine. A, he'd have
0: a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, uh, it seems that uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, as Tom, uh, did a bit better than, than Huck. Yeah, he, I, he stepped out of the biz and said, I, I don't... Went I don't to Harvard. To, yeah. Bounced and... I don't need to be in this yeah. industry. The original almanac, also oh. presumably Corns, uh, says, Ian McKellen, do you associate him more with Gandalf or Magneto? Or possibly something else. So this is a, a good question, oh, because I, I, I think there God, are yeah. obvious answers for both of you. What's and, a Gandalf? And I think I would be the split foot. So obviously, Joey, your answer Magneto, is Magneto. 100%. Yeah. I and love Chris, him as a is Gandalf. Is, yeah, yeah. is, hey, what's a Gandalf? Is, Gandalf. So yes, what's Joey a Gandalf? Is, is that a Harry Potter? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I would have to answer then. And I mean, I, I, I think I was first introduced to him as Magneto. But I think the lasting impression of him is certainly Gandalf. I mean that when I think Ian McKellen, the first place I go is "You shall
1: not pass." Adam
0: from One Thousand and One asks Joey, your co-host over there too. My guy. He asked Joey specifically. No, yes, us. But I just had to shout out Joey. We do a lot of movies together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your stance on putting cats in ovens? Well, uh, I'm against it. I am against it too. I'm an animal lover. An animal lover here. My my wife
1: ran out of the room. So yeah, uh, not yeah that bummed me out. So Probably. an
0: effective scene there. If she got that. Cut. I guess maybe not fully effective. I she mean, I finish was laughing the yet. entire time she was running. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Are you seriously running out of the room?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> animal cruelty, no bueno. I think that no, was the no, section of it, yeah. it where we had the hardest time. Yeah. Where yeah. You know, the um, the Patrick Hochstetter stuff, where we the, we kind of were almost like, ah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's go back Pretty to much. talking Pennywise. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, stop. If, if anybody's seen um, Don't Fuck With Cats, that, that if if I can watch that, I can watch anything, because that's the worst example of... Really? Animal... Oh, my God, dude. I don't even want to give it... No, it's, it right. it's a great documentary, by the way, but uh, also it's very disturbing.
0: Animal lover here. Yeah. Cat lover here. I know some, some people have issues with cats. I don't know. I like cats and dogs. I like them both. Yeah, me too. I'm a dog guy, but nothing against cats. So.
1: I, I like living things and letting them live.
0: I want them to live as long as they can. Yes, exactly. All of them. Yes. And I got one last Twitter comment here. It's not a question, but a comment. And hey, this is why uh, we do this. This is why we get out there and have these things. This is from Fred Schaefer. Read the novella and saw the movie version. Thought the film improved on the book, especially the ending bad take. Uh, right. well we all have different opinions out there that's why we do this that's why we want you to reach out because you have three guys saying one thing and there are people I, out there who feel different ways i don't i don't want to be mean but what I, no novel
2: did he read
0: <laughs> i deserve no. to be shit on for my I, bad
2: lord of the rings comments three minutes ago and anybody who's mean to me i accept it it's a bad take
0: this is art and this is uh in- Interpretive and I respectfully people,
1: disagree with
3: his take. Uh, but I, I wasn't I, my
0: experience. Wasn't my experience with either. Know, um, either. But hey, you know, I, I I like the fact that there's someone out there that has uh, opposing sure. opinions, opposing point of views. <laughs> sure. And the movie did reach out to someone. It did. You know,
1: Fred, don't uh, listen to Joey. He's he's, he's a bad egg. He, I'll teach you how to read, Fred.
0: He, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe the book was too upsetting, and he wanted a little. He's unless he, he's a big friends guy. Hey, so so like so he. French had a good ending. <laughs> We appreciate you, Fred, for reaching out and and on Twitter and everyone who reaches out all the time. Yeah, don't be
1: afraid to reach out again. No, it yes, again. please, and yes, please. tell
0: tell Joey's wrong all the time. Joey has plenty of bad takes. Out yeah, so he's terrible. Oh, please, I'm, I have takes all over. the we place. We all have horrible yeah. takes all constantly. Yeah, that's most, on record. Most, most uh, of the Chris doesn't yeah. feel like he has any, but <laughs> <laughs> Chris like greatest my, show on my, earth. My Harvey Weinstein <laughs> takes. <right>. Are, are <laughs>
2: Chris like greatest show on earth and su- <laughs> and supported Harvey Weinstein. That
0: is not true. Do Chris not is, say that. Chris That's is, not Chris, true. You did have one of the worst takes ever. It's, you know, we need, we gotta bring Harvey Weinstein into <laughs> that this project. Is not you what yeah. I said. It took us a decade to get him right. out.
1: I'm being misquoted. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he's a terrible human being and a great season four uh, editor, editor. Season
2: four rankings.
1: Chris loves the greatest show <laughs> on earth. Okay, Fred, Fred. do you see what I'm dealing with here? Like, see, don't, Fred. Don't we feel do bad. It to don't
0: feel bad. No, Fred. It's all right. I, I love you, Fred. Thank you for reaching out, Fred. Uh, and Adam and and Andrew and check out a one thousand one by one and revisionist almanac, thousand one by one. We just uh, Frankenstein episode. came out. Yeah, I haven't listened yet. I've been Hacks to in check right that before out. that. So good stuff out there. Cool. Um, okay, let's head to the awards here. The BPC awards. The MVP for At People the movie. I think the MVP of the book is clearly Stephen King. But oh yeah, um, of course. At People the movie MVP. Joey, I think it's going to be an easy answer. Ian yeah. yeah. McKellen. I mean McCallan. I think yep. we all agree. Yeah, yeah he's the. Uh, he's the most competent and really potentially the only fully competent part of he's this. Fan thing. He is the
1: only reason this movie is watchable in any real. Hundred percent. He's great. He, he crushes it. He's fucking amazing. I love him. Yeah, great he's guy.
0: the he's the Hall of Fame player on the last place team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Still, totally. still worth buying the ticket to go out. And watch his life. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Just
1: you watch it just for him. Like you, you'll enjoy. Watch the, the marching experience. scene. You'll
0: feel something.
1: Oh god! And really, I, it really just it dysregulated me. Yeah. Like I was like, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 do think that that Brad Renfro is passable in this. I think he's, he's doing some things that make that make the movie watchable, personally. But yeah, laughing, Joey disagrees. Know. Okay, and yeah, we'll,
1: I don't disagree with you.
0: Yeah, and uh, Joey, we'll head to LVP. Yeah, Brad Renfro. Okay, there it is.
2: Brad Renfro laughing in the movie theater was the worst thing in a mo- in a movie in the nineteen nineties.
0: I had that note. I did have that note. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I, that was I, actually pretty good joey yeah like <laughs> it's better than br than yeah. he's
2: the he, he's on the cover he's the poster he's supposed to be something and he did yeah, listen he did the darkness very well but overall no he he mm-hmm. hurt this he didn't have any chemistry with mckellen and that's on him
1: mm-hmm. okay. lvp for me is uh brandon boyce who wrote the screenplay. yeah that's screenplay. <laughs> i think that's legitimately the lvp like they, they just he just blew it i don't know if he I'm not gonna say he didn't understand the novella, but I think he, he, uh, he didn't know. I, I don't know why he was chosen to write it, or I just don't understand. I don't understand the choices. Only thing I can think of is that the studio had a big hand in it, and uh, yeah, just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. He he blew it.
0: The tone in this thing is bizarre. Uh, right. It's just bizarre. I, I have to put the tone on on the director a little bit, because I think he was... They're uh, hand in hand. There was, he was definitely, you know, because I think he grew up in that area there, and he I, he's uh, identifies as a bisexual person, so I, I felt like he was putting a little of self-experience in there or something. I don't know. There's it was a confusing narrative in there with yeah. with the sexuality that was going on, and, and I just... I didn't... It wasn't clear enough to make a point, especially when you're not going to end the movie with any kind of cemented themes. The LVP for me is the ending. Fair. Um, which isn't you know it's a little bit of a cop out to not put it on what someone's the co- the ending was a cop out though. the the ending the ending strips the movie chris used a great word it castrates it but it also strips the movie of any sort of palpable themes and and sense and continuity I, I just it didn't it doesn't work it's like it's like a it's like a song that ends on a flat note yeah. that that doesn't mix with the other chords in the song and it's like oh. What was that?
1: It, it, you know what it is. I, I hate to say it, it's cow. It was cowardly. It like, was I a cowardly, cowardly ending, ending. without yeah. question. Like I think they, the studio was too cowardly to be like, let's just go with this and really hit them yeah. hard. And some people are going to be disgusted, but man, people are really going to be affected by it. And I think they, it was they were too cowardly to, to really go with the source of material, which it, they should have done. And it yeah.
0: seems like all three of us are kind of leaning to the side of this. We're, we're basically assuming that it's the studio that's the LV, yeah. the actual LVP. Money. But we don't, you know, money we don't. Yeah, we're just happened. putting the pieces together yeah. as moviegoers, knowing how these things go. Especially in
1: 1998, Try. when like a lot of Stephen King material is being pumped out and they're just like making money. Like, just, and and, and they're we're just, like, in all a right, very... we just got to pump this stuff out.
0: You know. And we're in kind of a very schmaltzy type of yes, time too, where too. There's, they're making movies there. Like I think Hearts of Atlantis is, is maybe a couple years later. Green Mile, like you said, they're yeah. pumping out a lot of Stephen King properties, yeah, yeah. and these types of movies that they don't really make today too. But, so, yeah, 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 yeah. but also like the more kind of like elevated team stuff, teen stuff like yeah. Cruel Intentions yeah. is coming, like right. the darker yeah. teen
2: stuff. That this just commits to nothing, and I think the studios. I think they're trying to be.
1: I think they're trying to be everything with it being nothing. Everyone, yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah, when yeah, you,
2: yeah. what the, you know, like the four quadrant stuff.
0: Like this can't be that, and they tried yeah, to do that. Yeah. Participation award. Do a little love to someone. Um, I'm going to go first here. This is the one I was alluding to before. This is something that I actually thought was a major positive of this film, and because uh, the, uh, uh, the guy did double duty, I'm going to definitely uh, call him out here. And that's the uh, director, of music, and the film editor, John Ottman. Nice. I love the score in this. I it, it was definitely very late nineties. Yeah, um, it's it definitely was, dated. It was um, it, yeah, but I I like that kind. That's of That's cool. I, I like you that know, too. You know, there's a nostalgia yeah, to it for Absolutely. me. I actually dug the mood of the score. It it put me in the right thing in a movie that struggled with mood in its narrative. I think it helped to kind of give this this ominous enough score yeah. that kind of put me in the era and 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 brought me to it. So I, I dug the score quite a bit in this one. Um, and he did the um, editing too. And I don't think that there's any issues, issues with the visual end of the editing. I thought it's it's edited pretty clean. Um, the editing errors we have are from a narrative standpoint. And I don't think that's on the film editor. That's on the director and probably the studios and maybe the screenwriter too. So, um, Joe,
2: I went with, um, Elias Codius, who played Archie, the homeless guy. <laughs>
1: it's Casey Jones. Yeah, Casey Jones. Jones.
2: Uh, I I really liked him. I thought wait. he was awesome. Yeah, I know him from
1: what, what Casey
2: Jones and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: That's not how I know him. <laughs> I know him from something else. But yes, I knew he was a that definitely a that guy. Oh, right? he's in a like, lot like yeah, he's,
2: yeah. he's 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 all over the place. Cool.
1: He was good in the scene too. It was yeah, hard. like watching yeah, yeah. him get more
2: and more nervous, but he was holding on to like yeah. the, he was like five what what, what about ten yeah, dollars? Like he, he was, was like yep. trying yep. to find his line. I,
0: I agree. He was good. I thought he was best at the kitchen table when he was telling that nonsensical story. That yeah. had some realism to it. that. wasn't like the, the token Hollywood homeless person who's right. rambling blah blah blah. Right. Like he was he was like telling a story that made sense to him that didn't make sense to us or to Um That that so he kind of worked. And you kind of felt his nervousness while yeah. he was trying to yeah. do it. Like it yeah. worked. It was I, yeah. I liked him. I
2: think yeah, there was a good chaos in that. Yeah, scene. I, yeah, and I liked what I liked how he did it. Yeah, Even it was like good the, the the screenplay of why he went up to him and grabbing the bag and all that was stupid. Written, but I liked him yeah. in it. Yeah,
0: chaotic energy. Yeah, as yeah. Joey would put it. Right? Yeah.
1: Chris. For me, my participation award is uh, Anne Dowd, uh, the mother, and she is also for I think for most people now she's uh, Aunt Lydia in uh, Handmaid's Sale. That's how most oh, people would okay. know her. Yes, the and she plays an absolutely evil. I mean, descender on steroids. <laughs>
0: she's like yeah, yeah.
1: as evil as it gets um, in that show. So I think that's how a lot of people know her. And she's... she's I know she's her from
0: a uh, recent movie, Mass. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Wow. And she plays...
1: Dude, that that movie seems like a lot. It it's is a great. lot. And she, she I plays... Know, it looks great.
0: But she essentially plays the mother uh, of a Todd Bowden. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, she's fantastic. She's, that's that one movie. of those
1: that I want to see, but also I'm terrified to see. Yeah, yeah. It, it,
0: it was one where all four should have been up for an Oscar, 100%. but I yeah, think everyone, nah, that, right? they, it got screwed. I don't, I, uh, but everyone bad. agreed that if you had to pick one, it was I, I remember it was that being yeah. a big was, deal. Like that, that movie was. Yeah, well, watch something. that movie, Chris. She's uh, also in another Kieran favorite. I can, dude, that's about. gonna that movie will come up in a bit. But um, uh, yeah. as
1: a parent, I think that might be a tough watch for me. But
0: uh, Chris, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's it's hard.
0: You not you're yeah, not going to yeah. fe- but like it's worth the watch. Uh, like okay. it's it pays off. And it's like it's top tier in people in a room talking. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, well, you know, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So. Which is what well. you yeah.
1: would
2: appreciate yeah. it past like the awfulness. of it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: I, know. I, I just I just I just don't want it to ruin my month. You
0: know, like, no. And I watch think, it at the end of the month. Well, I mean, it's 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 gonna be my record.
1: My, my next month, Joey. <laughs> he meant the next thirty days and
0: more. Um, uh, it's gonna she's gonna also in be... an <laughs>
2: another Kieran B favorite. Uh, what? Hereditary. Oh,
3: jeez. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Yeah, I feel like that oh, movie like a, a practical joke on me. It's like everybody just like when I was going to the bathroom one day, everyone got together. So let's just tell him all that we like this movie and just be stunned <laughs> when he says he doesn't like it. Everybody in the world. We head next to. Time machine recast. Take anyone, any time. Bring him to the late '90s. Send him to Camp Singer. What are we doing here with this one? What do you got, Joe? So I'm taking Brad Renfro out. Okay.
2: And I went with someone who, unfortunately, also died young. Um, he had could pull the darkness off, but he could also be a likable person that I would believe could interact in the world and trick people. Went with um, Christopher Petitier. Uh, he was in Point Break, he was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, he was in a couple other uh, things, yeah, yeah. Young Guy, Unfortunately, yeah, Drugs, um, yeah. okay. but he, I think he could have pulled off both sides and I, I, oh. that's who I thought of the whole nice. time.
0: Nice. Cool. Yeah. I think like the number one grid answer on this, like the high percentage grid answer would be River Phoenix. Yeah, but that's like 57%. That's going to mess up my rarity score. That felt uh, like lazy writing. I, I have, I've kind of did something similar, Joe, but I, we'll get to that when we get to me. But Chris, what's your uh, time machine recast? All right, here
1: we go. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot, guys. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. So Kieran, did you watch Rules of Attraction recently? I,
0: uh, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you did. Okay, so you've seen, you've seen that movie. I want a, uh, a Dawson's Creek reunion, and I want to put James Vanderbeek in the role of um,
0: of Tabon? Todd Bowden. Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Okay, and then because I, I I think James, if you watch Rules of Attraction, you can see how James Vanderbeek can can be play a pretty evil son of a bitch. Like, it, and he's really good in it. Do, would you agree, Kieran? He was. Uh- I, I think he definitely to,
2: he
0: totally works in that movie yeah he plays a good um, bad guy in a criminal you want criminal minds episodes too I'd okay. be a little scared of him as Todd, Todd Bowden not okay. the right kind of scared not okay, the guy kind of scared but, that they'd be but this
1: for. is what we get we get him and um, Josh Joshua Jackson Josh Jackson in there and also what we get is at the end of the movie when Schwarmer walks away we get I don't want to wait <laughs> for my
3: <laughs> life
1: to be I mean, it would be fantastic, and they just moved to Massachusetts. Sorry. The movie couldn't possibly get any worse. Yeah, so this-
0: <laughs> at least make it hokey. I did like the ending song, by the way. What was it? Uh, it was just like an old German song. that the, like it is not as good as in mood. I don't, I don't want to no, wait for my no, life to no. be over though. It's, is no. it Paul Call? Carmen singing? Uh, I don't want to wait. Would be oh, good. No, yeah. can we do that? <laughs> so yeah, there's my my Dawson's Creek crossover movie. Amazing. Love yeah. Amazing. Um. All right, so I you know, I I had the one I I thought of, but then I kind of wanted to do this is I think a couple people have done this before and you know, it's a non-best picture winner, so I can kind of break the rules a little yeah, bit too. Do whatever you want. W- what would this movie look like if they did it today? Now, d- d- I think probably the initial opinion you like, "Ah, no, I don't know, I don't know." We've done a lot of talk about remakes here in the last couple episodes. I think this is the type of movie no, that this should, should be, be, be remade. I yes. yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it's a great source yeah, material yeah, yeah. and and a, a misfire of a. Flop. This is what you remake. This is what you yeah, remake. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. The kid from Dune should play Todd. No, you hate him. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. Not.
3: Um, okay. Well,
0: if he if he channels his beautiful boy energy, I'm, I'm happy that you called him the kid Timothy from Chalamet. Dune. No, yeah, 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 I was happy that you called him the kid from Dune that that made me a little happy. That it was just <laughs> dismissed him that way. I barely um, know who he is. People is like, really good. This guy like hereditary or <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Why am I still listening to this podcast? Um, <laughs> he's, and there's actually like young people who could act now. Yeah. Uh, yeah so right. the, so what, what led me to this question is, is that my I was um, he's 17 right now. Jacob Tremblay as Todd Bowden, I think, uh, you know him from Room. Yeah. uh, The little kid in Room. Oh, wow, okay. Um, Also, Dr. Sleep. He's the baseball kid in Dr. Sleep. So he's kind of now aged up to a point today where he could play Todd Bowden. I think that he's got the history of dark material where he he would be slotted into this. So if we did an apt pupil today with Jacob Tremblay in the Todd Bowden role, and in the DeSander role... We have Suri and McKellen reprising the role because when he did he's this, when mean, he how did, old is he now? Well, when he did this in 1998, he was fifty six. Fifty six, and, and he was like, seventy four. He's like, why are they having why are they having me play a seventy four year old man? This yeah. is insulting, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is kind of like a now. Like, you don't so think this is tw- he is about seventy four, maybe maybe close to eighty. S- yeah, but it's he could, could do it. He I could mean, do it more authentically now. I,
1: I feel like Mel Gibson would be the the correct choice. He's <laughs> literally almost exactly the character. No, <laughs> he's living it. Like, <laughs> I no, I I, I you, you know don't what? want to touch it. All right, I'm not. I'm a, gonna say uh, Mel Gibson should play Descender. I, I'm I'd not agreeing great. or disagreeing. <laughs>
0: 90 year old Quinny's. And then he could have a threesome oh, in a random scene. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Get off my lawn, kid. My name's
2: Denker. He just S- never does the accent. I don't know who this dude Sander is. It's Denker.
0: Get off my lawn.
1: That's a really good impression. <laughs> ah, fuck it, sit
0: down. <laughs> oh man. It's when we used the funny gas. He <laughs> started dancing and had to take out my six shooter. Damn oh. Nazis are mad that I was wasting bullets. <laughs> Couldn't stand to watch them dance. All right, that's that. <laughs> uh, who, who plays Rubber Red, Mr. French Day? We got uh, Steve Carell. Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That
1: would be good. Wow. actually. that's actually a really good
0: answer. Well, that he, is not bad. He was just yeah. in a really good
2: FX show as a psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And great show. He, I'm
1: yeah. just thinking about that, like that character, no, no, amped up a little bit. You just nailed that, Joey. That's really good. Good answer. God,
0: I got to chill thinking about Foxcatcher and that uh, that's mind fuck about, about upsetting. Yeah, yeah, just that's that's another. Why did they make this movie? What do you think, Rubberette? You got anyone off the top of your head? Chris, you could do the uh, Ed French.
1: I think I don't. I can't do any better than what Joey's. <laughs> yeah, <did. laughs> Steve Carell's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, That's this is a good spot movie. On. I am. Yeah, yeah I no, love no. the Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, Kieran. I was gonna make that point before you made it. Like this movie needs a reboot. Like mm. somebody needs to do this. This one. is what we
0: should be rebooting.
1: Things or, or, we botched. Ten... Actually, can I take this back? This needs to be a a TV show.
0: Okay. Yeah, like a ten episode, it, a ten no, episode no. Netflix.
1: This doesn't need to be a movie because because. You need time to pass, and I think that's the perfect eight episode HBO Max like outsider style. Totally, yeah, I could see it. This needs that. That's what it needs. And 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 we
0: are in a kind of a period where they go there with movies sometimes to these darker horror movies. So I think that's. I think
1: I think a movie is in a long enough platform for what the material is uh, giving us. So uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I think
2: the TV show everything would be compelling. Ten hours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. with all the people we just.
2: Yeah, with the people we just said.
0: How about Matt LeBlanc? Is rubber red? No, <laughs> <laughs> He's aged out at this point. <laughs> Dip back into the Friends cast. All right, he doesn't need to work anymore. <clears throat> um, just uh, recommends, right? Yeah, yeah. Recommends uh, if you just watched App Bupil, Where do you Where do you go next? Um, I, I brought up before. Mine is Mass, uh, starring uh. uh, uh um, and Dowd, uh, Martha Plimpton mm-hmm. in there. That's great, we may Christ, remember yeah. from uh, G- Joey wouldn't remember from the Goonies because he's never seen the Goonies.
1: So somebody's got to make him watch the Goonies in the, in the Christmas thing. right? Well,
2: guess what, Chris? Mm-hmm. My wife today, she's got a pack. She's like, oh, I forgot I bought this. She bought it was like a Goonies shirt, and she was so fun. I was like, oh, she she's like, oh, fuck. it's like a also. Pause. Uh,
0: also, speaking of River Phoenix, is in uh, Running on Empty yeah. too. Um, but uh, also. Um, <clears throat> Jason Isaacs. Yeah. This is oh, great. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. So yeah, Mass, check it out. It's a, uh, it's a little bit heavy. It's tough to watch. It's one but, of the
1: ones that's been on my list, but like, I'm, I'm scared to watch.
0: Man, it's either. worth it though. It's, yeah, so worth it's, yeah. It. it's essentially, um, you know, if you're curious what it's about, it's, it's four people basically sitting in a room. It's the, um, parents of a killer sitting down and having the conversation the with the parents of the person he killed. The yeah, victim. you know, yeah. Uh, um, that, the a school yeah, shooting. it's a school shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, upsetting, dark, heavy, but um, but a a, a real intellectual and emotional movie to yeah. to kind of process some of these thoughts that I'm sure many are are, are weighing on many these days. Yeah. So. Joe, where'd you go? Whiplash. Oh. Unhealthy. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's good. That's a really good one,
2: man. Yeah, I went right to Whiplash. I watched it after. <laughs> well, well, J- you watched it before, though, right? Oh yeah, I love Whiplash. Uh, but okay. after it, I was just thinking about like, you know, the unhealthy connections, yeah, mentorships, yeah, 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 yeah. and the fucking Brad Renfro. I was like, oh, I need to need a palate cleanser, so I went and watched Whiplash. It was perfect.
0: J. K. Simmons is Dissander and and um, and Miles Teller as <laughs> <is> Todd Bowden. <laughs> I will fuck you like a pig. <laughs> We're fucking each other, kid. Oh. <laughs> Not my tempo. Is
1: that a single tear?
0: <laughs> Sitting, hitting the homeless guy with a hammer. Not my tempo. <laughs> oh,
1: that's oh, so boy. good. Uh, <sighs> Fuck you, Connolly. I went more, t- more traditional route. And I probably recommended this before too, but I'm gonna do it sleepers. again. Sleepers. <laughs> it's not sleepers. Ah, not sleepers.
0: That's a bummer. Um, yeah, it, is, really it is.
1: a movie that I don't believe you've seen yet, but or maybe you have. Uh, it's Dolores Claiborne. Ah, I think you've used that as a recommendation. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying I think Why I might you have. Do, you might have done it for, for misery. misery. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Two years in a row. No, I think I did it on purpose because <laughs> I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, 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 the exactly. thats exactly. amazing.
0: Exactly. Well done, I see I thought you were going to just do sleepers to do the so joke. So, can you it. watch it? Because I think you really, really. Like <laughs> it. Well, I guess maybe next, maybe next Thanksgiving—that's the one we do. Has to either be we, sleepers or the Lord's Absolutely, I yeah. think so. Yeah, so. we do want to keep the the. Um, Got to keep the King's giving, King's giving, or Thanksgiving king. We yeah. still haven't settled yeah. on that yet. We do want to keep that alive, but you know, Sleepers has been like lingering over yeah, us a little man. Bit. So, yeah. but maybe Dolores Claiborne next year. Dolores yeah.
1: Claiborne is phenomenal, man. Wow, you okay. guys, you have to see that. You have not seen it either. Oh, come on, guys! It's a
0: family type of movie too, it right? It is not a family. Well, well, family dynamics, yeah, family dynamics. Yeah, 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 Thanksgiving for sure, for adjacent, sure. there.
1: Yeah, jo- Joey, you guys will like it. I know, I know you will. Awesome. You fucking watch it. I
0: w- I put so much shit. I and will sleepers. I've, I've seen come Sleepers. Oh, I love Sleepers. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I know that this is a little uh, a little tricky here, but what was the scene of the movie here for you guys? It was the the um, marching, the marching. Yeah, the I, marching, yeah What's I, for both of you guys. Uh,
1: I think so. Also, like I said, like the re- the reveal that yeah. like the safety deposit box. I've ha- I have you too. Yeah. I think those are know?
2: the two
0: options. Those
1: those are the two scenes that that really nailed the essence of the of the material. I agree to me.
0: Yeah, the stairs with the knife and the. Potentially pushing him down the stairs. That's, that's what he's talking about, the yeah. safety yes. deposit box. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and that, I think, captured the letter of the page pretty good, too. Yes. Yes. Um, without over explaining was, was just him yeah. kind of looking yeah. at it. So the, exactly. I, I would agree that that's probably mine, too. Yeah. Favorite scene of the book? Probably that scene.
3: That the, scene, too. Yeah.
0: The reveal and
2: like the safety deposit box, because like just the internal of him, like figuring it out as it goes, I thought was
0: unbelievable. Yeah, for me, it's the ending. Yeah, you know, I, it's the I
1: was going to say, that's what was in my mind. is That's what stuck with me the uh, most. That last page and a
0: half. Oof. It's
2: unbelievable. Yeah.
0: There's a lot to pick from from the book.
2: Yeah. I think there's two choices in the movie.
0: All right, guys. Well, we did another Thanksgiving in the books. Very aptly. Very aptly. A bunch of apt pupils around here reading our assignments, <laughs> getting them in on time. <laughs> Maybe still getting an F in French, but you know, we'll see. I certainly got an F in French. We're not here for, for the French. We're here episodes. for the, we're here for the king. <laughs> Notice I didn't pick any French countries for the world leader. Always well, one of my favorite times of the year. Here. And it was it's really
1: just... rewarding, Karen. Like the like the the book assignment, as as much as I I was annoyed and, and definitely wanted to to beat you like a bum in the street.
0: <laughs> a stew bum. Um,
1: <laughs> a wino, I want to beat you like a wino in the street. Disgusting wine um, stew bum. It was rewarding and I really am. And, and grateful.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you. Um this was two years, maybe three years in the make. Like it was when when we did stand by me, I knew that we had to get to App Pupil and I had it in the sites, but I, I didn't I didn't quite have the courage last year to ask you. Yeah. You know, I'm like <laughs> oh, God, I And you really wanted to do misery, I'm like, all right, we'll do misery and then we'll do App Pupil next year. And then it's getting to like July, August. I'm like, I gotta give enough time to read this thing. Like, are we gonna do it? like I eased in and you know, I, I ducked a couple hammer swings, but you know we got we made it, we did it. And, um... if
1: you need us to to read Dolores Claiborne, I think tell us now. Uh... Uh, yeah, well, no, I, I th- this was <laughs> I
0: don't. Big, how big's Dolores? Oh, I've made J- Joey read probably it, probably which yeah, is twelve hundred pages. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't I don't intend on making anyone read much more. But this was one that had to be read for the for the hundred yeah, yeah, percent. The book this, the discussion is more the novella than the movie. Um, and I, hey it would be cool if, if someone does tackle that property and, and bring it back yeah, uh, bring it back to life here. that'd be unbelievable if they do it right you know they could just do it poorly again My like, HBO what, let's go beaten it to death twice let's here do it thank you all for listening thank you for um you know scratching your head as to why app pupils being covered here and, and delving into it with us we appreciate it please uh, rate and review us give us those five star ratings we love that um let us know what you think let us know uh, what do you feel maybe you did like uh, the movie over the over the novella too I mean, there's all sorts of uh, takes out there, so we want to hear them all. Um, our email is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. On all the socials, we are at bestpicturecast. You can get us there. I also have in the description you, where you can reach Joey and Chris. Got Chris's art page. You got some great... You got a, a, a gallery coming, putting your stuff in a, in a gallery. Come
1: yeah, up. doing an expi- uh, ex- exhibition, sorry, um, in our area here. I'm on Instagram as at popvulturearts, if you want to take a look. I have a lot of stuff coming up soon, but
0: uh, Your yeah. web webpage to launch soon, yep. All hopefully. that stuff, yeah. Yep. Nice. I'll let you guys
1: know as it comes out. Uh,
0: but yeah, good stuff. Got a good lot stuff, stuff going on. That's awesome. Man. And Joey, uh, also have uh, action over at 1001,
2: yeah. 1001, we're finishing up our season, getting ready for the next one.
0: A lot of fun stuff coming out, so go give us a listen at 1001 by one. Good stuff, and uh, you know how you can get me here at Best Picture Cast on all the socials. Got some fun stuff. Christmas. Should we announce what the Christmas episode is going to be, Joey? Why don't you take the uh, take the reins? So very happy we're doing this, and it is Muppets Christmas Carol. The Muppets God, Christmas really? Carol. Amazing. That's, I love it. I, I can't wait. Incredible. One of my favorites. There, and we will be doing a little um a little twist on our our usual uh, secret Santa. This time they're going to get two choices, and they'll both be maybe not so easy choices. And uh, whoever you get will have to. Pick one of the two movies. Uh, they may have, have to make a choice at the time of reveal. Yes, yes, Jig- jigsaw style. Yep, that's it. So you got to pick which movie you want to do.
1: Great, yeah. can't
0: wait. Yes, who knows? Who knows how that will go? So you can check all that out on our Christmas episode, which will be in December. Can't wait for that. Cimarron too coming. Cimarron. Cimarron. It's it's Cimarron. time. Cimarron. It's happening. We've been we've been waiting on Cimarron <laughs> for a while. It's been it is happening. Good lord. All right. Anyway, thank you out there. We appreciate you. Do your homework, folks. Don't get caught up talking to your neighbor for too long. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thanks kinging. Sure did die hard for a guidance counselor, Todd thought, and brief laughter escaped him. At that moment, a burst of pain as sharp as an ice pick drove into his brain as he closed his eyes. When he opened them again, he felt better than he had in months, maybe even better than he felt in years. Everything was fine. Everything was together. The blankness left his face, and a kind of wild beauty filled it. He went back to the garage and got all the shells he had, better than 400 rounds. He put them in his old knapsack and shouldered it. When he came back out into the sunshine, he was smiling excitedly, his eyes dancing. It was the way the boys smile on their birthdays, on Christmas, on the 4th of July. It was a smile that betokened skyrockets, treehouses, secret signs, and secret meeting places. The aftermath of triumphant big games when the players are carried out of the stadium and into the town on the shoulders of exultant fans. The ecstatic smile of toe-headed boys going off to war in coal-scudded helmets. I'm the king of the world, he shouted mightily at the high blue okay. sky, and he raised the rifle two-handed over okay. his head for a moment. Then, switching it to his right hand, he started toward the place above the freeway, where the land fell away and where the dead tree would give him shelter. It was five hours later and almost dark before
3: they took him down. Oh, Chris, you're spilling oh, over here. Okay. okay. Don't worry about it. If you spill, Chris kills.